You're listening to Isaac Interviews. Isaac Interviews is in association with 103.3 Asheville FM, 103.3 Asheville FM. And Isaac Interviews is coming to you together, brought to you by right now. <laughs> Greetings, human beings and all other life forms roaming around out there listening to me. Welcome to Isaac Interviews. Isaac interviews Travis Michaels and Chelsis Gaddy today. It was a lovely interview. Travis and I both went to North Buncombe High School. Chelsea went to Irwin Stinka. Um, it was a great conversation. He's a bit older than me. He grew up with my older siblings. He's into the arts, theater. He's a singer in a rock bands my whole life. He's a great guy. He's also a trained dancer along with his twin sister and his older brother, Lauren. Chelsea is the musical theater director. She's the director of musical theater at Mars Hill. She clears it up for us in um, the interview, but I think that's right. It was a great interview, and I drove to South Asheville to meet them and sat on their porch, and it was delicious. This is Isaac Interviews, Travis Michaels, and Chelsea Gaddy. My name is Isaac. This is Isaac Interviews. Travis Michaels. I'm about to pull up to his house. Travis is a performer. I've known him for 20 years, probably 25 years, maybe closer to 30. Um, so I'm started recording while I'm pulling up in my car because Travis is a performer. And Travis. In 1,000 feet, turn right toward drive. Travis is going to be ready for me, I think. So got to get. The- Gotta get a jump on him somehow. That's how I'm doing it. Maybe I'll use this little bit. Maybe I won't. Obviously, I'm going to edit it. And obviously, GPS is trying to tell me what to do. This Take the next it. right. Drive. Then turn left on. But it's going to be a good interview. Oh, my car just died. Take the next left onto. Then you will arrive at your destination. <laughs> Awkward. You've arrived. She's ready. Of course he is. I don't with people who aren't ready. I mean, I do, but I love not to. Here we go. How are you? Look at you, man. You look good. Thanks. You do too, man. It's good to see you. I can't grow a beard like you. Mine looks like Swiss cheese. Hey, Dingy. That's Monty. Monty. Romeo was my, uh... Hello in there. This is Chelsea. Chelsea, this is Jack. He's yelling at you. He's a tool. What's up, Chelsea Jack? You oh, some ashes <laughs> on your cheek, right? There, there you uh-huh. go. There you got it. You got it. You look good. 
Listen, it's a, you know, I'm a showman. Uh, so am I. I know. <laughs> My point in saying that is I'm... Yes. I'm already recording. Nice. I, I figured as much, actually. <laughs> Every, people, my friends ask me when we're at lunch. Like, are you recording? Like, that's illegal. No, it's not. As a matter of fact, as soon as you pulled up, I, I had the suspicion. As a fellow recorder, <laughs> you know? I said, I gotta get the jump on him somehow. <laughs> uh, I, can't, I can't. I gotta try. Yep. Where's the joint? Bathroom's right What's here. What's this about? Is that a sex thing? No. no it's for the child. <laughs> Uh, this is for this is for Cyrus. He likes to like a, around on on the trampoline. A posts sex thing years later. <laughs> Maybe. Sorry. <laughs> we could repurpose it. There's the restroom. Cool. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. My mother would go. I mean, it could be. Are you praying? And I never thought of it. I'm, I really appreciate. It. Every time you say Jesus, he he stops what he's doing and he goes, Chelsea, what do you need? <laughs> so there's a tidal wave. Well, it sounds like all three of us have the same parents. <laughs> I got that guy wrapped around my little finger. That's what's up. Oh my god. Oh god. Yeah, but whatever. You know, set me up and I'll, and I'll just sit and I'll, I'll do what I'm doing. I'll ask my sure. dirty questions. Sure. Uh, you want to sit outside? Whatever. This is it's all cool. I'll sit in the trampoline. <laughs> so this will be... What, you got two interviews in your... Um... I got three. You got three right now. My dad and his brother and his sister last week. Cool. Oh, I get, guys, to I get to listen to a gym interview? Yeah, he's, you know... Your dad is... I fucking love your dad. And... How long have I known you, man? It's been like 16 years. Like, I think I was 16 well, when I'm we 35. met. Yeah, I'll be 40 this year. And I definitely knew you before I was 15. Yeah, did, were you, so did you play like ping pong with us until three in the morning back in the day when when uh, Ryan was still living over there with Donna and everybody? Were you over there for that all that shenanigans? I was around, but I didn't play because they they bought that ping pong from my from an insurance check that I got an accident from. Oh shit! So I boycotted it. But Dude. as an adult now, I understand. I uh, it was just cosmetic damage. Don't blame you. For that. And it's, I'm not very good at it. Uh, well, you know. And I don't enjoy it. <laughs> well, that, that makes a lot of sense. So that's part of it. <laughs> Alright. So we've never really hung out before. I mean, I've, I've known without you for a, long a chaperone. Time. Yeah, not without <laughs> parental figures. Well, my older siblings are similar to parental figures for me. They've that's been around. I, I think highly of both of your siblings, actually. So. About four. Four. I'm sorry. You've got. Oh, you've got. Oh, there's hands. Well, I've got some scragglers. Wait, that come and go. As what was well. the youngest one's name again? Gabriel. Gabriel. Oh. Yeah, he's part of it. I mean, nothing we can do about that. He's a great guy. I mean, well, it's a good clan. I'm gonna say it's. it's, it's I'm a, I'm a we're, we're not a clan, okay? <laughs> not anymore. Oh, was that not PC? <laughs> no, just gotta be careful. You know where we are. Like, oh shit! I knew he was weird. But like, uh. <sighs> What was it? I had some, I have written a bunch, but things pop into my head. You remember when you uh, you remember when you played our house? I remember. I remember playing. I, my first band. <laughs> I must have started it when I was sixteen, right after I graduated. Maybe seventeen. I can't remember. I, uh, it was not short. It was shortly after that, at least. And I remember we had our shitty little pop rock, uh, <laughs> our pop rock songs that we wrote as young musicians. 
And I remember jamming while you freestyled. Oh yeah, <laughs> in the living room. Actually, that that's uh, I remember that <laughs> specifically. Yeah, that was something. That maybe. was it was I don't, something. I don't freestyle much anymore because I don't know what I'll say. Well, I've, I've been kind of like watching from a distance, just waiting to see what you're gonna say. So right. that, that says a lot for you. I'm it, just it, like I've got a couple like key words in my head, like don't say this, don't say this, and <laughs> so I'm just triggered, like ready. One of these days, I'm just gonna spit sounds, it out. Sounds like a chicken artist. I rap. It's <laughs> this guy in middle school. Do you know um Hamilton? A guy named what's his brother's name? Oh shit, Cody. Yes, his younger other brother Ricky's in my grade. Okay, and we were in. Career Education Center right there. I was at CEC and printing, actually. And, uh, we were rapping, me and Ricky, and, uh, and I ended it with, and he's got a big and he's that's what he's known for. Uh, you're not supposed to talk about it. Right. <laughs> but I won, so I won, but I also you lost, because you know, you're not supposed to do that. That reminds me of some of my friends who... Would tell me the same. As a matter of fact, there was a girl. Uh, remember? Um, I mean, you grew into yours. Well, I guess you know. You know <laughs> I'm sorry. The forehead kind of gives it more. You the know, ponytail like, in the back. <laughs> I remember there was. Uh, I forgot her name, oh, um, but it, she she called me Gonzo. And <laughs> you know what? It's, back then, if I was smart enough to know that, I could be like totally be like, "Oh, she means Hunter S. Thompson." That would have been cool. But right? <laughs> she, meant, she meant the no, Muppet. Gonzo's cool. He's the only cool one. Uh, and He's Grover. Like, Let's not forget Grover. I'm a super Grover kind of guy myself. And uh, Fozzie. Uh, yeah, Fozzie was good. And Rolf. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what about Doctor Teeth? Remember him? Mana mana mana. Yeah. Well, they were all cool, <laughs> but they weren't humans, and it wasn't uh, the best compliment. <laughs> Where were you born? I was born in Pitt County, North Carolina, just outside of Seymour Johnson Air Force Base. Is that like near Pittsburgh? Uh, I think so, actually. Like uh, near Raleigh? Like uh, Seymour Johnson and uh, Moorhead City. It's close to those areas, which is funny because... Really hot over there. It is. Why did you come over here? Well, uh, my whole family's from here in Alexander and Weaverville. Ah. And um, uh, my parents were in the, in the Air Force. My brother... Who's older than me? To almost two years I older than me. He was older. I thought he he's was almost two years older than me. And uh, it's not. It's not a slight. Oh, I didn't take it as well. Okay, <laughs> just be clear. Right. Uh, he um he actually uh, uh he was born on base. Really, I didn't know y'all were a military family. Uh, we were for a little while, but That's after cool. they they got their first stint, and they were like, uh, we popped up. My twin sister and I popped up, and they were like, we got twins. We're going home. This is hard. He has the most beautiful eyes. <laughs> She does too, by the way. I'm noticing that when I said that, but I don't know her like that, and I was already saying it about you. You guys have nice eyes. Why? Yeah, we're lucky. Uh, no, no. This dog has pretty eyes. Where, are you, where are you from? I'm Chelsea? from here. Born like just down the road at Mission. Where'd you go to school? Um, I went to Mars Hill College, and then I went to uh, Florida Atlantic University. Before that, dear. Oh, just good old Irwin. Irwin Stinka. She is Irwin total, Stinka. Yeah. total Irwin. Probably a bully. Yeah, I like Irwin. Irwin's are alright nowadays when I meet people from Irwin because they're laid back. Yeah, um, it's changed. Things have changed. Country folk. Yeah. Um, it, it, it was a little more urban there too, which is cool. I, I wish I had more urban than North Buncombe. That's not. I, yeah, I was gonna say they're definitely more diverse mm -hmm. than North Buncombe by far. I mean, high school sucked for me. There was only like one part that was good, and it was just music. That was awesome. But oh, like, everything else, I like. Man, kids, kids are dicks. Like. <laughs> 
<laughs> your crew, especially if you're a weirdo, yeah. seemed like your crew, you know, and my older siblings were five or four years older than me. It seemed like you guys were more like booze heads. We were, we were. Yeah. And my crew came up a little bit younger, a bunch of people's younger siblings. We were all drug heads. And the best thing I remember about school was women and drugs. <laughs> but I had a good time. Now, North Buncombe, there's North Buncombe and Irwin and maybe Madison. And the rest of them are just maybe a notch higher. Like Reynolds and all those areas. Asheville. Yeah. Like yeah they're yeah. real school. <laughs> um, North Buncombe was fun, though, man. There were a lot of art, there were a lot of artistic. Uh, opportunities. Yeah. Uh, we were pretty well known for our theater. Uh, that was named after I think my my mother's theater teacher uh, is what they is it De Brule. It was the De Brule Theater, right? Well, let me Apparently, before I do this, sure, because I've got a lot of theater questions. Okay, so get, but talking to Travis Michaels, he, he, I've known him. For, I told it on the intro when I was talking, pulling up in the car, known each other maybe twenty, twenty, thirty years somewhere in there. Uh, he grew up with my brother. Uh, my brother's five years older than me. He's a, not a, he's a really good guy. <laughs> um, this is Chelsea. They're coupled up. <laughs> From my understanding, she's the musical director at Marsville College, and that's probably some wrong wording, but it also might be intentional. Is that correct? <laughs> it is not. Um, it's now it's now <laughs> university. Um, they upgraded to a university a few years ago, and I'm the director of the musical theater program. That's and my right. other job is running the professional theater on campus there. Um, they perform primarily in the summer. And I'm Isaac. I'm a triple Capricorn. Cool. Nice. <laughs> Have you always been a twin? Yeah, from the beginning. Is that weird? It's, it's ironic. Is ironic the right word? It's, it's serendipitous. Uh, what, that you've yeah. been a twin from the beginning? <laughs> well, that's more is factual. It, 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 was, it, it was, yes, it, it was uh, a... Uh, an actual thing that happened that we were yeah, born on the same day within five minutes. Is actually. there a weird, like an eerie closeness to you guys? Growing up, yes. Uh, Is it we, were, we were super close buddies until I think we both hit puberty and we both just got mean and like didn't hang out for a while. Yeah. <laughs> at, at the same time, we were all like going to dance competitions all the time and theater all the time, so there was a lot of stress and there was a lot of dance moms and dance, you know, and <laughs> theater moms and, and it was it was hard. But is it true, like, what they say, like, if something heavy happens to her, you're aware of it? I don't think so. I'm not very superstitious, but I will say... I appreciate that. I will nice. say... Thanks. So well, I'll say, I will say that we are a lot alike, and we both have a lot of weird idiosyncrasies. But, and So that's got to be good that you have somebody who can understand your... your yes. For lack of a better word. Oh, yeah. Bullshit. I don't think anything will ever... <laughs> nothing will ever... And she's cool, right? My twin sister. Oh, yeah. She's married? Yep, Mary got a kid, got a beautiful child named Melody. I didn't ask any of that. Oh, yeah. I'm just kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> How's her hair? Uh, better than mine, you know. She brushes it, I don't really, you know, have care. You have you given up on show business? No. As a matter of fact, um, you know, like, you know how right now in the economy, uh, workers are starting to demand more yeah. from, from their, from what they do? Yeah. I'm, I'm sort of, I, I've had, I had some some opportunities to work with people in art, but I'm just kind of waiting and waiting for the, the right group to come together. Right. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I haven't written a lot lately just because life changes, moving, you know, going through a divorce, uh, right. losing two dogs, finding a new relationship. How did you lose two dogs? Just they life. They, yeah. they felt them. How long did you have them? 
the first was six years old, and he passed away from a rare disease, and he was the best dog I ever had. It really, and it was right after a divorce, so, you know. I never liked dogs. Really? Until I got married, and then we had dogs, and then she took my dog when oh. we got divorced. Ooh, pain um, loss. Which I couldn't take care of myself, which was the right move. I commend um, you for that. But. <laughs> That's smart. Um, but now I've got a dog, and he's, he's only, you know, I, I'd be lost without him. Is he literally your best friend? And like... I don't want to talk about because I don't I don't like dogs. All right, no, I do, but uh, I did. I've had to learn that. My dad's really afraid of them. He doesn't like dogs, so we weren't raised like that. But I've grown into it, and dogs are incredibly important. And Jim's afraid of dogs. He got bit by a German Shepherd when he was a kid. I think I remember That's that story. story. <laughs> um, Is he playing music these days? Sorry to, to upend your. Uh, no, that's fine. Interview. That's what it's you know. It's, I it's love just a... Jim Aldridge. Is, is what I'm trying to tell Me you. Me too. I get in trouble. I'll kiss him on the mouth. Um, Where is he? You know, I, I'm gonna tell you this. And Carol, I'm a real grinder. Not like the, the app or anything like that. <laughs> Meaning, like, you know, my life has fallen apart five or six times. A lot of it's been for my own doing. But I'm a hustler with my my, my craft, my art, I'm, and I'm doing. It. And a lot of the people who who I grew up were involved in it aren't doing it nearly as much. Like my father, um, I don't know what you're. That's why I asked you. I, I can feel that um, creeping in. That that uh, the, the, maybe it's fear of uh, that you're well, not good enough. I mean, right. you do that anyway as an artist, right? You're always tearing apart what you do and kind of you know. Well, I've been really cursed and blessed with my brain injury. Uh, meaning, I got in this moped accident and hit my head really hard. So now, I don't give a shit. Um, <laughs> You're just going for it, right? Right, but I got to, you know, got to entertain. You can't just do it for the hell of it. You got to have something that people are craving. So I'm figuring, I've put a lot of my energy into that. Um, because I, well, I was going to ask about this. Like, is there anything more, I've been through so much in my life. Is there anything more devastating? I wasn't trying to talk about this. Maybe I was like, maybe I'll talk about Go it. Go for it. And definitely not so early. But is there anything more devastating? I've had so much devastating stuff, but the most devastating thing I've ever been through is my divorce. No, it, nothing more than that. It's, I, that's been the worst thing for me. Um, I had no clue. I, I, you know, I, just like anybody else, I fuck up at a lot of stuff. Right. And, um, you know, I make mistakes. And um, the one thing that I thought was true and forever was that marriage and and yes it was it was very devastating and, and it's been it's been two years almost I think at least right I think and um, I still have triggers about self-preservation and uh, things that have lasted a long time uh, uh, but luckily I have somebody else who's also going through the same thing right. who is uh, even though sometimes we clash in our triggers, I, I feel like we both want to get through it, and it's really encouraging. And I, I feel like That's I've great. grown more than a lot of the people I've met in the forums and things uh, that, that are going through divorce. Some people just never come out of it, and, right. and can't ever fall in love again. I mean, you can understand why, though. Oh I mean, yeah, like, I'm done with that because I'm not. Gonna the put entire rug just again. got pulled out from underneath your right. feet, you know. And yeah, starting over is hard. I guess sometimes things just come to an impasse, and I'll and I you know I'll quote Louis C.K. Even though uh, he was he was the you know did that thing that was like <laughs> he said it's not okay. It, it, uh, I I ordered. He said he said year. there's no such thing as a happy marriage that end ended in a divorce, and uh, I still stand by that. Yeah, and it was bad, but I wasn't happy before that. It, otherwise, I mean, I'm, 
I don't want to get into my All right, that's fine. I mean, I, I was about to go into details about like pointing fingers at the other party, but I shouldn't do that. <coughs> yeah. Not on yeah, the air. Uh, well, even if, if you can edit it out, it, it's funny. Like, you come to a point in your life where are you going to stay mad and sit around and just be angry, or are you going to move on and think right. about yourself a little bit, you know? Well, I've been through a lot of things, and when I the most important thing I've learned is that how life short or how short life is. It goes like that. So nothing's promised. It's just life. Nobody gets out alive. That's my motto. Mm -hmm. Hmm. So I just, you know, if I want what I want, I have to go after it. Nobody's gonna give it to me. I don't have time. Time is my most valuable asset. You're going. You're going through divorce. You're divorced. I'm not divorced yet. I wanted to be already, but um, I am going through. A uh, sort of messy situation. Um, it's gotten better lately. You have, a, you have a child together. I have a, I have a kiddo, um, and he just started the uh, you know visitation, like going over a couple nights uh, to his dad's. So that's been the most recent thing, like emotionally, to have to get through. But we've been to court so many freaking times. The justice system is so wackadoodle. Like there was <laughs> because there was some domestic violence stuff involved. It's really just been so difficult to get past every single thing like the details about splitting the house and the money and all that stuff like we've been to court like four times for that and he and i already know what we want to do <laughs> you know it's just stuff like that and are you paying um, a lot or is he paying a lot i got a pro bono lawyer through pisca legal and um and helpmate directed me to them and so my financial investment has been really minimal um He's had to get his own lawyer and stuff, and I'm sure that's been hard, but um, it's just a weird situation to be going through. You never expect it, and we had also, like, agreed to certain things, and we're talking about separating, and then the, it just all, blew up. Are you so, all cool? Um, a little bit more lately. He got a new girlfriend, and she's super smart, and um, I trust is, her with my gonna, kid. Is he going to do good with it? I, I think so. I think she is just a really good influence on his life. And my kid, he's autistic and has a lot of delays and stuff. And she's worked with got, kids like that before. Has he got genius levels? Um, you know, we'll see once he maybe decides to talk to us. Right. Oh, he's <laughs> really starting he's, to pick up on he's stuff. Really, he's like sneaky and kind of goes around the conventional way that you would do something. And um, he's just now, over the last six months, I think, he's been communicating better. Um, so not necessarily... Not necessarily talking, but who we can understand. He? Uh, he'll be four in July. Yeah. So, your parents splitting up is incredibly, like, explosive to a child's mind. Like, mm -hmm. like, like you were saying, like, you thought, when you got divorced, you thought, like, this was something solid, everything else is... For a child, it's... Because I'm a child of divorce. I mean, I was probably seven. So, he's probably learning, you know, trying... A, you know, trying to speak, wanting to, to get out there, and then this happens. It's it's it's. He's just trying to figure shit out. Mm-hmm. But, but he'll, he's he'll, a really cool kid, and um. What's his name? Cyrus James. Cool. Yeah. He's beautiful. He's a cool. beautiful kid. Yeah, he's he's a mess though. I mean, he keeps us on our toes. Um, Oh, yeah. One of the, t tell the gravel story, babe. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, you mean the first time that you said watch him. Make sure he doesn't leave. You know, it was like a Monty Python sketch. And, like, and she's like, I'm going to the bathroom. And I said, all right, honey, I've got it. I got this. He takes off down a gravel, like a three-quarter inch gravel driveway. You know, like just the, the normal size right. gravel. And 
face plants. I'm talking, <laughs> and I couldn't catch him fast enough. He was so fast, and he, I'm talking, just blood. Oh, <laughs> his scratched up face, and he was crying. I picked him up, and uh, I was inside. I felt like in a, such bathroom. a failure. I was like, this is the first time that I heard. Uh. I could hear him crying from inside. It was it was a quick lesson in having a kid around, it, which is new to me. Right. And I enjoy it. I love he's him. Just he loves reckless me. Anyways, it's, like know, he's he's crazy. He he's, counts on me, you know, and you that's like something. It? I do. You like I, being a mom? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I mean, I'm no, all that's fine. That's fine. You're good. Now, being a mom is it's like I have lots of dreams and hopes and whatever, but being a mom is the thing I know I always wanted to do. Um, I always, really. You knew that always when you yeah, were a little kid. Yeah, like when I was little, I always had a like. That's a why purse, girls like baby dolls. A person, a baby doll, <laughs> dude. You should have seen the amount of toys I had when I was a child relating to raising a baby doll. Like that's ridiculous. Wow. But um, I had a my buddy yeah. when I was a kid. But now I've got a my buddy in like real life. <laughs> it's not even my kid. It's just my buddy. It's true. It really is. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you brought a really good Ticonderoga pencil, I noticed. Uh, that's my favorite carpenter pencil. I oh, must yeah. say that it's a quality. Look, this is my newest tattoo. It's my favorite. Oh, I love it. Nice. That's, that's nice. Good. Thanks a lot. Have, you seen, my, have you seen my tattoo? <laughs> I don't think so. Check it out. I don't want to see your ass right now. I'm not going to show it to you. <laughs> nice, man. Whoa. That cool? That's humongous. It's not done. You going to put color in there? If anything, maybe a little it's bit. A bunch of, of birds. I think they're robins. Maybe. Actually, uh, Donny woodpeckers. That's what I said. I really like birds. <laughs> you did. I think you said robins. <laughs> yeah, it was. That was that is funny. Now that we're talking about divorce. What is in that thing? Uh, that's just nicotine. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm fine. Yeah, but I, not, we don't have to do that. I, I want to go right. to my car and get my <laughs> in a minute. Sure. Um, that's fine. I'm gonna have a smoke, so that's good. Well, let's do that. Let's take take five and get my tobacco. And start right back, and then uh, make it this way. We can test to make sure this is recording because that sure. would be disappointing. And I'm gonna tell you this: I'm gonna I, I haven't seen Travis in ten years at least. Uh, no. I'm very pleased with how you look, man. I was like, I don't know if he's gonna be look like like he's gonna have a gut and he's bald no, far head. from it it's not he's still a leading knocking on wood hey, you're still a leading man man thanks because i don't always feel that way yeah that's part of being a leading man you know how that is yeah more, nobody's more insecure constantly self-flagellating and right i need constant acclaim and applause i'm talking about me now Everybody tell me how wonderful I am, please. That's the only reason that I record music and then post it online is so that <laughs> I can get accolades. <laughs> well, I do stuff like I, that. I can do. So I don't want people to be like, Isaac, just stop doing stuff. I want to say, no, I'm working on something. It may not be complete or great or make sense, but I'm working on something. I'm but I'm actually really proud. I'm, I'm building a brand. I got my radio show. I got a podcast at the radio station. I'm doing really well with stand-up in town. Um... Have you been working with the state, the stand-up uh, community? Yeah, they accepted me. It's great. That's cool, man. I, I actually actually uh, almost did that right before my divorce. Uh, I was I was visiting their get-togethers at the One Stop. Yeah. And uh, I remember I got really excited and talked over. They, they had this early thing where they would uh, the 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 students, not students, but you know, part of the group would get up and, and like do a five-minute stint, and an then and then the other veterans would critique them and mm. i and i opened my mouth like at the, and i was just a guy there you know and they were like 
sorry, like, you have to sign up to be a part of this. <laughs> I, was like, oh, I had something really poignant to say, and I, was, I felt so well, bad. I say, if you can make it in Asheville, you can make or New York, you can make it anywhere. But the truth is, this politically correct town, if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. Cause... Do you have any advice about me and Josie? Any advice about... Legend has it, you are a Gene Autry meets Gene Kelly type, or an undiscovered Fred Astaire slash Hank Williams. <laughs> to what do you attribute that? To what do I attribute that? I, I, I would say that I, I would say that I was steeped in rock and roll from a young child. Uh, there's a picture of me as a baby with headphones on listening to ACDC. <laughs> and my dad was uh, sort of the music archivist and um, we don't we don't speak anymore. Uh, still love him. But um, he like to take me through entire albums and catalogs and make yeah. sure that I heard it all the way through the way those artists. Is he a real artists. music man? I love it. I mean, he, he's a real music guy? Oh, big time. Yeah, uh, archivist. You know, he's got, he's got a record uh, LP collection. He's got, you know, countless stuff. But he's kind of stuck in the 70s with his style. Yes. See, I went in, I like jazz. I like rap. I like, you know, hip-hop. I, I mean... The radio station is good because it's making me find music that I wouldn't listen to. Because I like everybody likes to get stuck in their little. I was listening to yodel, yodeling on the station that you're gonna yeah, post this on sounds... recently, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna sit here and listen to this fucking yodeling song. Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> My uncle's like that. He's a professional violinist, and he'll sit there. I remember once. I don't think I've ever met him, Greg. The... I don't think I have. Um, he's a great man, but he sat there. He put headphones on me and he just watched. I mean, listen to this entire Yes album. That's the way I was raised. That's the way I was raised, man. <laughs> I listened to one song. I was like, this is cool. And he goes, no, no. There's more. Now, like, yeah, I know there's four There's also more. things that are intuitive. I mean, when my dad said, this is Led Zeppelin, I said, holy shit, this is good. You Did know, it? and I listen, you know, to this day, I, I listen to Led Zeppelin every other day just because I love them so much, you know. I, I mean, Led Zeppelin was always around when we came up already. Right. So it it's like is. a staple. Like it's it's like that. So I, I never discovered it's like them like that. Corn. Yeah. I, I discovered like the doors like that. I love the doors. And I, I remember the first I mean I'm the Ooh. first music I listened to other than church music. Because <laughs> right. that's what my mother made me listen we, to. Ch by the way, I'm I'm just for the record, Chelsea and I met in youth group and church choir when we were kids and we both had the hots for each other, but I was a little bit older and it was that weird age gap. Right. Where I was getting close to graduating high school, and she was just starting, and uh, we never said anything to each other, and then we both went about our lives and had uh, you have failing a marriages. Union. That's and terrific. That's, yeah. yeah, and then we just that's nice. met after in the, in the aftermath. That's after. how it works, man. That's great. That's really nice. Do you, do you like that story? Yeah, it's pretty funny. Let's hear um, you tell it. The, I mean, well, I, the first, the, like, it the is. first it really is. vivid memory I have of speaking to Travis. Well, I do have, like, one memory that, like, the whole choir got in trouble for not learning their music good enough or something, and he, like, put his hands in this black raincoat and, like, and got all mad and, like, stormed off, like, really emo Christian boy. Well, um, and then I was really upset time, about the, the way that they managed everything, and I didn't yeah, think it was, was our fault. Our whole was town was a, a town question. of emo Christian boys. But he, one time, we got, we were on a bus going, maybe to Gatlinburg or the beach or something with the youth group, and they, like, confiscated all of our um, secular music. And I had, <laughs> they took, like, all, all the music I brought was, like, the Beatles and stuff, and so I had nothing to listen to. And he, like, slipped me 
Let me see if I can remember. Um, I'll expand it was on this. A, I'm going to let you go. Alanis Morissette CD. <laughs> like, it was Jagged Little Pill. It was Sublime. And it was the Pot USA, the Peaches song. And I, I remember, <laughs> like... The, the, the presidents of the United States you. of America. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank <you>. and, <laughs> their it, first album. I remember that happening very vividly. And I was like, oh, cool. Yeah, I was sharing music. Yeah, man, you know, that's good music to be listening to, then. I'll expand on this. You like Rump? Oh, no. I, I love Rump. Are you kidding me? I mean, why wouldn't I? I mean, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to say I'm a ska guy. Right. Uh, but I appreciate right. the, the whole trajectory of punk into ska and everything. <laughs> but but uh, anyway, I, we were at this Christian, uh, it was like, a, it wasn't a DC talk concert, but it was something like that. It was some bullshit, you know. And they, they had this thing in the middle of the concert where they were passing around a coffin for everybody to throw their music <laughs> into. And when it got to me, I had this big CD case of all these. Uh, there was Led Zeppelin in there and all kind of, and, and Jimi Hendrix and all That's kinds funny, of shit. funny, man. It came to me, and, and my, my youth group looked at leader looked at me and was like, are you going to throw it in? And I was like, hell no. I didn't say it, but, but I exuded it. You know, and I was like, uh, and no. nobody taking my this out of my hand. This is my ever, sanity. You know? Right. Yeah. This yeah. is such a weird thing. Are you guys thing. comfortable saying the name of the church? Well, I went to Mount Carmel Baptist for a long time. It now turned pretty progressive from outside observation. There's a thousand Mount Carmel Baptist churches. But it's yeah, the one over there in, um, in Super West Asheville, like towards Leicester. Is that where you were? Where y'all met? That's the same. And then no, but I traded churches. Yeah, I switched churches, and we started going to Macedonia. Um, I had some other like Massive. girlfriends oh, in the youth group. Is it a good church? Yeah, I, I thought so at the time, but I, I also know. didn't really know um, my own philosophy yet. This so. is what my grandmother tells me. I I'm heavily like, involved in my church. Mm -hmm. um, she goes, Isaac, you'll never agree with everything that your church says ever, and you, or you'll never have a church. And she's right because I don't. Um, yeah, and I go to the UCC downtown now not sometimes, okay with how I think but the the people at the UCC downtown are really chill, like. Half our congregation are these old, the oldest gay couples Jubilee? in Asheville. Is that um, Jubilee? No, it's the one with the big red doors behind uh, First cool. Baptist. And they're just super formal. chill. Not really. Um, some of the music is old school stuff, but they then they get up and sing the Wailing Jennies. You know, <laughs> so right. like, no, it's just, good. it's really sweet. I was at Jubilee once and they did sing Man in the Mirror. Yeah, well, yeah. and sometimes they Mark let me sing Howard for them Hanger. too. It's fun. Is he still around? The bald guy? It was Howard. And <laughs> Howard? <laughs> yeah. He, you know, when I was a kid in kindergarten at French Broad, which is a bygone school. that my, Is it my, an art school? It was just a small school in Alexander that my grandfather went from kindergarten to high school in, in a tiny building. And Howard Hanger used to come in there, and he he did this puppet act. This was before he started Jubilee. Right. And uh, it, it was Shadrach and Meshach <laughs> were the names. Which Good for him. Are, yeah, from My the dad Bible. used to do all that shit when we were um, went to Maranatha Baptist Church right there on Monticello Road. I know that one. Yeah. Um, he would they do cardboard cutouts of the whale from Jonah the Whale, and they spray the crowd with water. Like a guar concert. Except not alien There's nobody I've been to more than guar. That's the most. I got it. I got to hit one of those. Very similar to Maranatha Baptist Church. Cheesy church theater is really how I got started, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, save for singing. Like, it was. That's funny. I got just thrust into dance at six. Yeah. I mean, I did dance too, but it was like, you know. Everybody was vying for the part at my church, you know, and I, I really got a lot of good experience around Caddy 
baby Karens <laughs> before I went into Candy the baby <laughs> before I went into the theater wing. <laughs> My father did puppet shows and stuff at our church, and that definitely has a huge part of how I am now. And how I am drawn to that sort of stuff because it was just none of my other siblings gave a shit. And they still don't about that world of like an artsy world, mm -hmm. which is fine. But I was like, this is the only thing that matters at this church and that's going on. <laughs> and uh, and then we went to see H. Ventura when I was in third grade, and I've never <laughs> seen him laugh so hard in his life. And then I started dressing up like H. Ventura. Did you like <laughs> get the hair with the point yeah. and everything? Perfect. Now we're here. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> But he was a mime when I was a child as well, and I was raised by a mime. What do you call your grandparents? Uh, well, I guess when I was younger, it was me, mom, papa, but then uh, it turned into Paul and grandma as I got older. Chelsea? Um, grandma, Nora, Grandpa Leland, and my grandmother on my dad's side, sometimes I called her Miss Betty because she was like my preschool teacher. Um, and then my dad's dad is Pop. He was always Pop, even right. when he was younger. Everybody called him Pop, and he had a little lawnmower shop called Pop Shop. So um, nobody in my family would go by that now, though. It's, like, sacred. I, uh, I <laughs> call my, <laughs> my maternal grandparents, the only ones that are alive, I call them Grandmother and Pop. A lot of my cousins call them Papa. Mm -hmm. And then my other grandparents that are dead, my father's parents, I call them, we call them Grandma Joyce and Papa Dan. Um I had, I had a reason for I had something I was going to land on. It's, it's lost on me. It's the way these things go. <laughs> Who were they to you, your grandparents? Um, uh, well, let's just go through all of them. Are uh, you close? Were they a big part of your life? Yes and no. Uh, my uh, grandmother and grandfather on my dad's side split up when I was tiny, so I didn't know, really know about it. Right. <coughs> you never and, knew them together. Right. I never knew them together. And um, they actually, uh, one, so one side of my family on my mom's side and also my dad are, were very religious in Christianity, and uh, the other side of the family joined in with Jehovah's Witnesses. Interesting. And um, I just, I, all I remember is being really young and them hanging out, and they, they started, uh, trying to teach us their ways. The They're Jehovah's like, Witnesses? Yeah, ways? they like kind of cornered us and like was were trying to like sell us on their religion. And right. my, my parents didn't like that. So I became estranged with my with my grandmother on my dad's side. Because of, like, because of religion. Yeah, because of religion. They were like, nope, don't do that to my kids. See you later. And they were gone for a long time. And then uh, my grandfather was, was uh, a hoarder. And a very sad, angry person in, in his later years after the divorce. He never came out of it. It just were you guys cool? We, I, yeah, I went there every weekend in Modi's yard, and, and they, we were they're friends. all from around here. Yes, Weaverville. Right on. Um, he was he was a private investigator in Atlanta for a long time. Uh, awesome. he, he worked for uh, the uh, he worked for the police uh, the fire department when he was younger. And, uh, and and his father worked for the was was a very respected deputy in Weaverville. Sounds like I like him. He was. He, he, they're all cool. Gristled. They're all cool. Now on my dad on my mom's side, my grandfather was grew up in the depression. and was a farmer. Oh and wow. Raised cattle his entire life. Went That's went to uh, the military in Europe. Really. Uh, during World World War Two. This uh, he's old man. That's old. He's dead. He's dead now. Right. It hasn't been too long. It's been. 
five or six years, just guessing. But Still, uh, man. He, uh, he was a farmer, and he was like, all that matters is work, Travis. Like, that's what he tried to teach me. He was like, that's, that's all that matters is to, to work, work, work. That's what and, he knew. Yeah, that's what he knew. And, you know, it got him by, and he loved cornbread and milk. And, you know, Vienna sausages. I mean, he's, you know, southern southern boy, you know. My parents were split up, so my grandparents filled in the gaps where they could. So did my older siblings a bit. Um, so we are very close. What, what about you and your grand folks, if you even uh, want to talk about Yeah, no. Uh, my grandma Betty and Miss Betty was probably, like, my best friend as a kid. Like, we were really super close. Um, and my pop, um, her husband, you know, he was always somebody I really looked up to. He was really funny. Um, and he, he, he was handsome? just a, was he handsome? Uh, in his younger years, both he and my dad were really handsome. It's kind of impressive. That's good. Um, but my grandma Nora, she's still alive. She's just, Terrific she's man. a hoot, man. She's so freaking funny. Even in her old age, she's like, she's getting a little senile sometimes, but of course she is. She's like 90 something, but she's sharp as a tack sometimes, man. She's got us all laughing. Um, and then my grandpa Leland, he, he passed away. Um, Leland? He was like Leland. Isn't is, that a pretty name? Is he from Ireland? Um, well, he was born here. Uh, his parents moved here uh, from Bainbridge, New York. So, cool. Uh, but he was like a landscaper and a, a rock mason and a stuff. Man's man. And uh, like Cornerstone Restaurant on Tunnel Road, they mm-hmm. have like a little rock area surrounding mm-hmm. their sign. He like built that and then a few other like recognizable places in Asheville. So it's kind of cool to like drive around and see a reminder. My grandfather, Tony Fortune's uncle. (laughs) Something Fortune. I don't remember his first name. Let's call him Watzel. Watzel Fortune owned Fortune's Hardware on Haywood Road. I think in the 50s. That's the whole story. I shouldn't have said it. What do you call, um, are you good at math? I'm, I, I can be. Uh, but I, um, prove it. I have too many questions. <laughs> what is 39 times three? 39 times three? Well, let's see. Mm, that'd be, what is it? Like, it's 127? 90 something? It's 127. Okay. Or I don't know. That's not right. So you're all right at math. Chelsea, yeah, if I take my time, I am. Are you good at math? Absolutely not. In fact, I advise my students to take it as soon as possible. In their college career, like musical theater kids, only have to take like one credit of it. Um, I cried every day my senior year because I waited to take it till the end. I, I write budgets and work on things for the theater and stuff like that. But you always have a spreadsheet or a calculator, so math makes sense to me if I have all the tools. <laughs> so you're <laughs> not myself, good at math. By myself, heck no. Prove it. I mean, what you just what said. That you're not those good numbers at you just said, like thirty something or whatever. I forgot those. As four times you said four. Them, they're gone out of my brain. Easy. Four times four. What? Sixteen. Yeah. Okay. I love but I, you said hey, the number, dude, and I already forgot fair. it. You, if you were to write, if you were to write it down, if you were to write, I'm I'm messing with different parts of the mind, so yeah, the next question will that, be, you'll be thinking on this, and the next one will kind of undercut you. I've noticed yeah, so your style. You. It's rhythm. If you write it down. Most any time. Anything is written down, I get it. And this, when he and I have ever tried to sit down and write a song together, mm-hmm. he won't, like, write the part of it down that we just got perfect. perfect, Or he won't, like, record it for a second. He just, like, wants to keep it's going. going to be in the moment, man. Uh, you know, like, this is why there's artists and then there's producers. Well, and I do. And stuff like that, I really, you know? He's I an really artist. Do both. Thing. I really do both, but I have a very, like, 
I have to organize things a certain way or my brain is like, no, girl, we're not doing that today. <laughs> what I love about math is it's, it's always exact. Two That's plus true. two will always be four. And in and most other things, it's not exact like that. It's kind and of I comforting, right? That. Yeah, and I'm actually good at it. It's not, I'm not. I thought... Have two you and two always makes a five? Sorry, I had to throw in some Radiohead. You're right. Yes, that's good. <laughs> it's not always exact. And then, you know, have you ever been to Denver? Never been to Denver, but uh, just recently uh, I've come into some financial financial issues, and a friend of mine actually just sent me that I just met online a couple of years ago. I've been an online buddy with just sent me money from that area. That's a start. Which is it is a start. I've never interviewed anybody who's been to Denver. Uh, you know, you asked the last person that, didn't you? I <laughs> Have you ever been to Denver? Nope. But far west is Memphis, I think. I want to go to Oregon. Time. Is that an answer? It's not. It's not Denver. Uh, it's not Denver. <laughs> okay. What gets you up in the morning? You know, makes you tick. What are you all about? What's your, you know, your jam? Me about life. Both I'm a, of you. I'm a super big morning person. I love it. I get up and I start going. Get my coffee and I want to leave like as fast as I can. And, right. And um, but right now, getting what gets me up in the morning is this tiny puppy that starts <laughs> biting on me. And if I don't carry him outside, he'll pee on the way is because he's tiny. That's yeah, him. that's him. What is, his, what is his breed? He is an Australian Shepherd. He might have better eyes than the both of you. I, I, he, I think he does. Australian Shepherds are terrific dogs. They're so smart and docile most of the time. Um, it's a good dog. He's a bit bitey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, he's Australian. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get you up in the morning. Oh, um, Travis bringing me coffee. Well, I'm not talking about like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like truth. He's like, no, I, just, I, don't think, truth. I don't think you understand. It's, it's bad. Yeah, <laughs> what I mean by this is not like, like not work or responsibilities. <laughs> like, what the hell are Make, you living for really? Like, what, what's your fucking end game? And I'll edit my cuss words down if they bother you. Um, <laughs> what is your end game? Like, why, like, I, I, why, why are you still doing this bullshit? Like, I mean, really for me... It's obviously I have something to for say. my kid. You know, I I want him to have a good life. So I get my butt up and I take him to his awesome little school and we do all the things. And, um, you know, before I had a kid, the thing that really got me going in the morning was, damn it, I want to get all this done before somebody else does. You right. know, once I do get the coffee in me, um, I, I kind of have a bit of a manic attitude about my to-do list. I want it gone. What is your zodiac sign? <laughs> I'm a cancer. Oh, yeah, we're the opposites. I'm a Capricorn. Yeah. You? Libra. Oh, wow, you're very even. <laughs> Ish. <laughs> you, on paper. <laughs> you guys, I mean, this is an obvious answer, but I'm going to ask it because there's a. Uh, I have a reason. <clears throat> Do you prefer dogs or cats? Dogs. dogs. Every, every time. Yeah. What's your problem with cats? I love cats. <laughs> uh,. uh Litter boxes. Litter yeah, boxes. Really, for us, it's litter boxes. Me too. Like I, I love cats That's as well. It. I had a cat for a long time, um, and when she passed away, I was like, I just can't do this again. The litter box is driving me insane. I'll kiss a cat and snuggle with it and be its best friend, but litter boxes suck. Yep. <laughs> the first time I got drunk, our friends Robbie, Robbie McGrath's parents went out of town, and we were freshmen in high school, or no, maybe earlier. And we got into his parents' liquor cabinet. We just killed it and filled it back up with water. And then that didn't work out very well, did it? No, we mixed <laughs> everything. We mixed brandy and gin, all this stupid stuff. And I fell down on the floor, 
into the litter box and next thing I know is I was spinning it all over the house. That uh, I, I see that that was a bad experience. That, that was a bad first experience. I had a bad first experience actually. Um, I won't go into any further. All right, <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't bad because it it wasn't good. I, next question I had is how did you meet? But you guys already went over that. It's right. a cute story. <clears throat> <laughs> I dip because I did. Well, I'll I get to, to I'll get to this later. Okay. If I do it now, it'll interrupt my process. Okay. How how did you mean? Do you still think that you could? Do you think that you could still dance? Yes. Prove it. I don't like <laughs> to anymore. Right? Oh, <laughs> is the answer. Travis, <laughs> I d- you know I, what? Okay. Dance is about feeling. You, that means that you're afraid of feeling it. No, it, 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 I, I've got some past trauma on this. Okay, so um, it it took me three years of saying I'm done doing this and I want, I want to try something else because my parents had invested so much money into right. it. So it's different. That it was, it really was like pulling teeth to say, this isn't for me, I want to go this way. And uh, I finally did. It took me, I was 16, I think, when I, 15, when I finally said, I'm done. I'm not going back. So so you don't do it for fun. It's more of like a, like a skill and a chore. That was how it was at first until after the divorce, or just before and, and, and during, uh, I just went out and to shows and danced my ass off by myself, you know, and That's and I did it for me, yeah. and it was great, and I didn't give a shit what anybody thought. It's good for the spirit. It met a lot of cool chicks right. along the way, you know, like met some cool, made a lot of good friends, people that have actually been beneficial in my life later on, and yeah, so dancing is cool, uh, but I still have like this right. blockage from being a trained dancer for for 15 years. You have a good uh, outlook on your, on your shit like that. I, 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 I just beat myself up all the time. I, you you know, think you'll dance again? <laughs> yes. You, but you don't do Maybe it. today. Yeah, uh, man. That's the, saddest <laughs> thing I, that's the saddest thing I've heard in a while. It is. Because dancing's... You can't... You know, singing, writing, playing guitar. It's not the same thing. Yeah. Dance is just it really thing, is a free... It's very free. Yeah. You should... You should do it in the, you know, shut the door. I just and danced do it. with this lady last night. Well, I say that because you are. That was a huge part of your life. It really was. And uh, you know, definitely your brother's life. Um, but I don't know the details of it. And, you yeah, know, it's I'm, it's coupled with a lot of negative things, and it. Right. I past trauma. Yay. Right. I hear you, man. Yeah, you know, like. But it. at least you can identify it. Yes. And then you can build on it, and fix it, and grow for it, and deal with it how you see fit in the next decade or and whatever. And that's what I'm trying to do. Right, I mean, you got other shit right. to deal with. Thank you for confirming that for me. No, that's real. I mean, I've done. A, I've had a lot of time to put work into myself. I've worked in a mental hospital for three years. Very aware of trauma Isn't and all this stuff. I've dealt with a lot of trauma. Isn't psychology myself. awesome? It's it's sure. Uh, it's a rabbit hole. But it, <laughs> it's really great um, if you choose to look into it. If you're forced to, it's different. But yeah, it is. It's incredible because it, with you're like oh. This is why this is like this, and if I want to put this work in, I can get out of this or stuff, stuff like that. It is so terrific. They say, statistically, right. <laughs> right? I worked. The crazy people at the mental hospital all thought that I was the craziest person they ever met. You know, I've always thought that too. But it, it also, it was very lovable. But I'm also very person. calm. It's a calm crazy. <laughs> I, I could go into any room or like any building. They let me in. Do you dance? They let me go places too. So. Uh, I do dance a lot, but it's a love-hate relationship, a bit. It has Um, to strike you in the moment. 
No, it's your. It was really only for shows. Like oh, wow, honestly, I well, I worked at Dollywood for a long time, and the what first, did you do there? You worked with a, the Gaithers? Uh, no, but I, I like met them when they would come. And did you have a pretzel? I mean, yeah, a lot. That had a lot a of very, <laughs> very questionable food at that place. Did you ever see Dolly? Yeah, I actually performed with her uh, nice. a few different times. It's just sometimes it's just part of the gig, but I happened to get in this one group that performed in the park, and we did this um, like 25th anniversary show, mm -hmm. um, like once a day. And then the floods in Nashville happened, so some of the music she wrote for the 25th anniversary show, she like took on a mini tour to raise money. Because the they floods. were so good. I mean, I think it was just the song theme was, like, appropriate and uplifting. It was already prepared. Yeah, and they are like, that's in the can, send those kids. Um, but, yeah, I did I did perform with her uh, a few times, and I th the first big show I got put in there, um, I, I think I really got cast because they'd worked with me on a children's show before, and I was nice, they liked me, you know, they liked my personality, but they'd never really seen me do, like, this hardcore dance that was in this show. And so when I got there... Um, I think I just got the part because I sang well and I kind of looked like the girl that had played the part before me. Oh, you're and over so it. I got there you and got I was the like, That's what's important. I was like, holy crap. And I remember, you know, I didn't have like a video camera on my phone then, showing my age. But I, I would take my digital camera and I would record what my da dance captain did every day, like zoomed into her feet. And I would go home and I would just practice for hours. And the freaking mashed potato. Do you know what that dance move yeah. is? Like, that is, is that for whatever, no, it's the thing with your feet where you, like, push your hands down and then your heels go out. Look up the mashed potato oh, because yeah. that is my version of nice. hell. Can you do the Roger Rabbit? Uh, no, I can't do that either. And, and that like, all of these things no, were, what? or variations oh, of those the, things were in the... Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you also, there's something you do with your arms, too. You I know? forgot, yeah. And, like, I couldn't get things. What about the Charleston? No, no matter what it was, I couldn't get the top half to match the bottom half. And at the time, How I didn't know. Um, not 30. Yeah, okay. I was, like, 27. So you were an adult. Yeah, I was definitely an adult, but um, I didn't know I had hip dysplasia at the time. So, like, this pain I was feeling every day was also contributing to, you know, me just not being able to keep up with everyone else for the choreo. And it was probably the most terrifying summer of my life, but it happened. That's really cool, though. And, yeah, and I've done other shows where I have to dance, and, like, the choreographers, even one of my students who's choreographed a show, they just know I'm not good at it. I will get it, but... Remedial level from the beginning for me. Is Dolly as pleasant as she's seen? Absolutely. She's hilarious. Um, the first time I performed with her, she was wearing these heels and she kind of like teetered a little bit when we were on stage. And she grabs like the cargo pocket of my pants. Like that, for whatever reason, they put us in cargo pants <laughs> and Converse shoes. And we did these children's songs. But she like held on to my butt a little bit so she didn't fall nice. over. It was really cute. And then another time she talked to us about how she ate an entire watermelon for dinner. Dolly Parton is the co-star of 9 to 5 with Jane Fonda and um, I can't remember Lily. that. Lily. Lily Tomlin. <laughs> uh, she's famous for, you know, she wrote I Will Always Love You and Jolene. She's terrific. That ass. Agreed. We love her. Agreed. <laughs> she's the queen. Do <laughs> you give a shit about any form of sports? I like to watch a good game, but I don't worship it like a lot of people do. Yeah, we're in basketball country. Uh, or... I don't know. It's football in my family, but right. And and I I like to play games. I enjoy playing games, and I enjoy watching a good game. But I don't 
It's way care who wins. It's a much just, lower tier on your radar. Mine too. Big time. I mean, yeah, art is top. Being creative is what makes me want to wake up in the morning. Right, that's what it is. You know, <laughs> but I get the comp- competition and how much these guys work at it. I'm, I'm I mean, it's nice. And games are fun, right? You can't deny that, right? Yeah, but games are fun. Some of them, especially if you win. <laughs> Sing something for me. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, you want to? Now, if you're gonna, um, you got something of your own. I can't. I can't. I can't put on the. Led Zeppelin, I don't think. I can cover it. Well, we decided that um, Bobby McGee is public domain. Okay. And uh, that's something that we can both sing together. Me? She and All I. Right. If you want to do you want to wait to do that or do you want to do that now? You want to do that at the end? Sure. Okay. I've, I've just got to pull up the lyrics uh, on the computer and we'll, we'll kind of share it. Do you ever think about joining or consider joining the military? Uh, no. As a matter of fact, I would fail miserably at that because I have a problem with authority oh, and God. I question everything and they don't like that over there yeah. from what I hear. <laughs> Apparently they don't like it in the church either because I've did that as well. No, but I've, from my experience I've heard <laughs> most people and organizations don't like that. That's what I've heard. Yeah, you know, and I'm not um, poo-pooing on organizations but... Um, you know, I'm just I'm just not carrying any flags. You know what I mean? I'm not like running down the street with a flag of any sort. I'm no soldier either. Yeah, um, it, I went. I got into a lot of trouble a couple times, and I came this close. I was in the recorder, recruiter's office, ready to sign up, and then go. Hold on, I got these tattoos on my wrist, and they brought out like a measuring tape, and they're like, "Oh, those will be exposed when you're you wearing uniform. Me? We can't take you." And uh, I was thrilled. Cause I didn't want to join the Marines. Um, do you get the go fuck yourselves like I do? Like, like go fuck yourself. Like, do you think no, because I got I give people a scale like a monster. Like, don't don't tip me too much, brother. One of us is gonna be, we're both gonna be in pain later. Um, but that was a, a blessing because I didn't want I didn't want to kill anybody. I don't want to wear. I don't want to sleep in a bunk with ten guys ever. I don't want to do ten push-ups ever. Anyway, did you ever think about the military? I auditioned for the the Navy choir um, and was seriously thinking about it, but then I got type 1 diabetes, and, you know, they don't want that. Type 1, that means you already had it, though, right? Uh, No, type 1, actually, it's the one where you have to take insulin, and it can kind of happen at any time. It used to just be classified that it happened during childhood, but, like, even people in their 30s are getting it now. Um, I got it when I was 15. Probably has to be Teflon. Uh, who knows but I got like a really bad <laughs> flu and it just never went away for like three months I had like flu-like symptoms colds that's a good lord looking out for you sweetheart stiff. and then my dad came home one day and I was like passed out in the bathroom and have you I got, had I mean, type 1 so it was that's crazy how long do you have to shoot up how often I have an insulin pump on my leg that right. pumps insulin for three days a week and uh, well it lasts three days and then I have a thing on my arm do you put it you, you replace it yourself um, Travis helps with the one on my arm because it's weird right. to bend right. but um, the ones on my legs it's just my that insulin changed your life and, completely yeah I, well, I was on shots at first and that was when I was in high school so you know I think <laughs> it was easier when I was in high school I had like a really strict schedule um, but then once I started applying to colleges my dad was like First of all, you're not going to New York. You have this disease. I need to be down the street from you. 
So uh, let's get you an insulin pump and see if you get in Mars Hill. Is your father still around? Boom. Yes, he's awesome. He's That's super cool. cool what's, dude. He, what's he about? He sells those giant storage buildings. Nice. Um, like, actually, that one over there in the yard. Is there a, and carports and stuff. He's one of the coolest dudes I've ever met. Is, there, is it a front? Oh no! Bless his heart. Bless his heart. I wish he's. You know he yeah, works man, hard. Moving, we're moving underground copper wire. Like it's, I it's pretty big operation. Four times from asking that. I said, is he it works hard, but it's plywood, uh, actually, not it. <laughs> well, my brother. Never mind. My. Well, I'm out of the sound if I feel like it. My grandmother thinks that my brother's father-in-law, who owns several shrimp farms and hotels in South America, she thinks that's a front. <clears throat> Wild. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. It would be if I was a man. Dude, didn't their son get kidnapped one time? He did. Or his Crazy. Costa Rica? I don't know what it is. Do you have a favorite song or genre of music? I'll give you one. Uh, if someone, Anytime somebody says, what's your favorite song, the first one that comes to my mind is um, Honey Bee by uh, Taj Mahal. Heard that? I can't put it. It's my, it's a weird I'm gonna write it down. blues. It's a weird blues song that's like kind of meshed with Caribbean music and right reggae influences. And, and he's an old school blues guy. Got to see him live at ISIS downtown uh, in West Asheville. Right. And is one of the coolest old school musicians. Just straight up dude. What's like the music that like if you're gonna you want to get like your go to music when you're down and out and you want to listen to something to pick you up or like. Like, I like, like sad that. music. Yeah, of course. I mean, me too. <laughs> I like trippy rock and roll that's sad, and that's the stuff that I like. Let's get through this <laughs> mo- this emotion, and then I want to listen to sad music after that too. Oh, and maybe metal sometimes for fun. Right. I like the Melvins. I like the old school Melvins. Right. And, and man, I run with a lot of punk rockers. I'm not a punk rocker. Um, I like like the. Strokes. I'm not either, but I like to. I like to taste and it every Billie now. Billy Holiday. Yeah. Oh, Billy. Billy Holiday. Man, I love that. I There's love nobody Billie better Holiday. than people like Billy Holiday, dude. What, or the Beatles. Oh, I mean, I mean, I'm a big Beatles fan. Johnny Cash. We're both big Beatles fans. Mm-hmm. What's actually. your favorite Beatles champ? My favorite. What? Like you what? first. Probably, I I have an answer for this, but probably Oh Darling or In My Life. Penny Lane. That's a good one too. They're all kind of fun. I mean, obviously, <laughs> yeah. What about you, Beatles wise? I love all of them except for the early stuff. <coughs> but I'm gonna say that um, <clears throat> my favorite stretch <coughs> of a Beatles song or Beatles music <clears throat> is okay, you're okay. You need to... the begin the beginning of "Here Come the Sun King" yeah. all the way to the end of the White Album. Stuff. You got a favorite Beatle? Yeah, I Harrison. really I go back and, and I'm forth. Sorry. No, I'm I'm, a, I'm I go Paul back guy. and forth. It's bad. Like I mean, Paul, in my opinion, maybe other than George, Paul is the most talented, in my opinion. I just like the way he sings. Right. Well, he's, I'm a songwriter, and I, I like how he puts himself out there. Yeah. Me too. Um, Rocky, John Lennon is incredible, Raccoon. too. Though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They all are. George might have been the sneaky, he could have, he might have been the most talented one of them. Mm-hmm. But we'll never, we'll never know. He's pretty fun, too. It was cool how he and Eric Clapton kind of worked their yeah, way. Yeah, he was, he was one that. of those, he's, he's fine being quieter in the back. Um, Until he wasn't. <laughs> yeah. You got a favorite? Um, I, I really honestly love them all for different reasons, even Ringo. For I, different reasons. Ah, for, yes. <laughs> Sorry. Um, There's when I was, like Beatles albums on the wall in there. Like, when yeah. I was a kid, the, the first time I went to New York, I like laid down where John Lennon got shot and cried. Really? So, <laughs> there's that. Do you like Yoko? 
Um, so I appreciate their love, and I think it's adorable, <laughs> but what a bitch, right? Like, like, well, that's how it goes. <laughs> if you've ever been in a music or in anything like that in a group, Yoko always comes along. And, and sometimes it's somebody a... in the band and not Yoko. Right, right. You know? Some form or the other, unless it's somebody, like mature people who can handle it and get like work through it. There's always going to be a Yoko who comes to disrupt. It's it's like any relationship. Uh, in my band, it broke up last. Um, there was just animosity that was building in certain areas. And uh, I won't name any names or point your fingers because we all made mistakes because we're human. It's a relationship. But it just broke up. We just broke up, you know. And uh, and it was that was devastating for me. That was a really low point in my life. It, it, it turned into something cool. How long ago was that? Oh, it's been like seven or eight years. Wow. Yeah, it's been a long time since I've been in a band. Full piece band, three piece, bass, guitar, and drums. And we did a lot with what we had. We it was a lot of play all over town. Oh yeah, yeah. You miss it? I miss it a lot. You gotta get back on that. I know. I'd like to. I really would like to. Nobody's. You mean? Nobody's gonna do it. I get. I get all preachy. Nobody's gonna do it but you, Travis. You got. You got to be the man. You're right. Nobody's gonna be like, hey, I need. Somebody to lead this band to be the man in charge and take care of all this shit. The man in charge who's got to take care of all that shit's got to be the one to come up with that plan. C'est la vie. Uh, such as, you know. You got a favorite? I'm sorry. That's fine. Your favorite genre song? I didn't want to. Uh, I'm like in a weird, healthy mix of the Beatles and country. I mean, I was raised on a lot of country music and I really yeah. have a deep appreciation. Not so much the new stuff. I have a little Shania bit of trouble with that. You know, hey, look, when she says, let's go, girls, <laughs> don't you want to just, like, hit some of the baseball <laughs> again? <laughs> I, like, I like how it's a Canadian faking a country accent. And, you know, you're, well, you're like, there might be you're kind of... <laughs> there, might, there might be some country folks up there. I don't know. I don't I, know. It's I a really, big landmass. I grew up listening to, like, Dolly Parton, Janis Joplin, The Beatles... And then for a short moment, my dad had a TLC face. And I was like, what is this? I love, that's because that I shit love was these hot. women. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. I think we all should have had TLC left arm? Is that the one I'm thinking my about? My dad's baby. Yeah. She's the one that died. Uh, she was uh, my so. favorite. She was, it was crazy. There's a documentary about the last week of her life. She was documenting it. And then you get to see her car flip over like in the middle of it. It's wild. Oh, shit. I got to watch that. It's, yeah. it, it, I had no clue. I really like love that. that. Wow. She's the most beautiful woman I've ever. I um, <laughs> <laughs> see. We at least, yeah. Me too. I love that. Um, <laughs> Lydia turned me on to TLC. Lydia, I was like, ooh. Aaron has turned me on to like Metallica. And Aaron was a little bit square with his music. Um, yeah, he was. <laughs> so Lydia, I started started looking that way, and I was like, oh, this is much better. Um, I, I remember, you know, you know, Ben and Aaron and I were friends. Were you know the whole group, right? Yeah. Uh, I remember when my music taste started veering away from what they liked. And uh, listen, they were like, to Creed. this is weird, man. <laughs> and and, I, and it is, you know, but that's okay. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, like, I like Go listen to the same album you've been listening to like for the past 20 years, you know. Yeah. I mean, they just didn't get bit by the bug. But they were like, this is fine. This is what music is. I don't need to dig, dig into it anymore. My grandmother doesn't even listen to music. She doesn't like it. What does that even mean, Isaac? <laughs> I mean, is it? I don't like music. She's an amazing person. Too. She's, She's pretty so much the cool. sweetest woman I've ever met in my Maybe entire life. Maybe similar to your dancing story. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe she had a traumatizing... There's something she that happened there. She hates the Beatles, though, right? You think she was in the MK Ultra Project or Ooh. something? <laughs> Where they just played music all night long? You want to talk about your band more? Uh, well, there is no band, but if you'd like to hear more what about was, it... What was, their, what was the name? The, the Hunt... Well, 
Which one? Which the last three, three. one. The last one was the Hundred Hands. Nice. It was named after a, a Greek mythological creature called the Hecaton Kyres that <laughs> had a hundred hands and fifty heads <laughs> and was associated with the crashing of waves right on. and lightning. And um, What genre would you say that was? Pop, it was... Poppy? No, no. It Rockabilly? Was, it was psychedelic rock and roll with a little metal fusion. And jazz, a lot of jazz influence with uh, designated improvisational sections mm. with a, a bass player and a guitarist looping guitars with singing in, in the background. And uh, also the drummer had some, he had some uh, samples that he would play on a sample pad. And, oh, that's uh, cool. That we made, we made right. the samples and then downloaded it on the pad. And, and that's great. It was fun. Yeah, it was fun, man. Are they from around here? Uh Let's see. Oh, am I going to fuck this up? Oh. I think Mark was from Pittsburgh. Not Cincinnati. That's my other friend. Mark's from Pittsburgh, and uh, he, I can't rem remember the reason he came down here, uh, but uh, he was the drummer. Everybody comes down here. And, he came um, here for the same reason as everybody else. Mm -hmm. He became friends with uh, the bass player that I had ironically met years before because he and his brother owned the Purple Mountain in, in Mars Hill. Nice. And um, uh, Malcolm Holcomb was playing there, and right I went with some old theater friends that even Chelsea knows. So it was a, a director named Ron and his boyfriend, um, and uh, we went to see this show. And I met I met his brother and he, the, the bass player, at, at their establishment, the coffee shop, and uh, watched the show. Years later, I went back to Mars Hill to school because my ex girlfriend talked me into it, and it was a waste of time. What? Except. Well, because I could, I, she didn't want to marry a I mean, carpenter. Like, what were you going for? Oh well, see, I left. Uh, I didn't want to marry a carpenter. Shame yeah, on her. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, I, I've forgiven her, forgiven her for that uh, now. But anyway, forgiveness so, is an incredibly powerful tool. Yes, it is. Not for them. It's for you. <laughs> if I could say that again, just repeat it. I don't think I have to. But that's, if you want peace, right. you better forgive people. Correct. Well, anyway, so. Bass players from Fort Lauderdale. Well, actually, it's from York, Pennsylvania, where the York Peppermint Patty area oh, is, right? Is he and, bad? <laughs> <laughs> he and his brother left to Fort Lauderdale, lived there, sold a house in Fort Lauderdale, and skyscrapers started popping up, and ended up buying a couple of big buildings downtown in Mars Hill. And when I decided, when my girlfriend right. talked me in, I, I was an English major, to answer your question. Uh, before right on, before that, I was going through the radiology teaching. program at AV Tech, and I was thinking about uh, doing medical. Right, and uh, I was so my cousin around. Gil does. If you remember him, I do remember Gil, and I do know that's what he does because of my Sorry, experience. Right. Yeah, I, I hope he's doing well. By the way, he just got his wound. Ah, oh, bummer. But he's a great guy. C'est la vie. Anyway, welcome to the club, cousin. So I quit school and joined a rock and roll band with the coffee shop owners, and did that for like ten years. Were you excited about it? Two different bands, actually. Uh, another friend of mine, uh, Jeff. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Jason Martin. My brain. Uh, Jason Martin and I, yeah, I'm sorry, what was the question Did again? you get excited about it? You got to get some momentum? Two different bands. The first one broke up, turned into another one. Uh, there was some there was some falling out between personalities and a, a lot of pain. And a, it was like a divorce right. for, the, for that band. It was like a divorce for the second band. This is what I've done. I'm a songwriter. And I was a songwriter before I was anything else that I do. I'm a writer first. And I did this strategically. I never joined any of my buddies' bands or anything until I got to the level I want to be at. And I'm still not there yet, and it's not... So what I am is I'm Isaac Abraham in the Carolina Contraband. When I want people to play behind me, they play behind me. But I'm the fucking key. 
So, so that's it. That's kind of what we did with our band. It was it was three guys, but we would bring in a, a trumpet player and a violin right. or, or a cello player, and uh, it was still the hundred hands. Right. And 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 actually, Tate, uh, the bass player, uh, it was really, in my opinion, was really the the linchpin between everybody. And uh, he's decided that he's the hundred hands, and whoever wants to come in. But I, I'm all, I mean, not really though. Right. I'm the hundred hands also. Right. Uh, but it, he's like, that's what I want it to be. It's just this center thing where uh, anybody can come in. Like, right, oh, interchangeable. Yeah, I mean, a lot of bands are like that, right? Is it more hippy dippy, or is it because, like mine, is because I control. Can't, I can't count it's on control. Any, I can't count on anybody else. So that's, it's all about control. It's about I'm going to be here. It doesn't matter who's behind me. Yes, and and have your shit rehearsed. Right. And if they fuck up, that's okay. This but is my floor. I have my floor is higher than. I think that's a smart move uh, in, in music business. Yeah. And this is something else I've learned about show business. It's not about who's most talented or witty or anything. This is something I've learned. I don't know where I learned it, but it's whoever doesn't give up. Who's in the game still 10 years, 20 years later. Those are the ones that you see on the TV or hear on the radio that you know about because they made the connections, they've gotten better, and they haven't given up. Everybody gives up because it doesn't pay off for a decade or two, and I mm -hmm. get that. But if you stick with it, that's how you get... Better living out of it, or just become more ta right. talented enough to where you get recognized. Right, it really is practice makes perfect. It's, it's the How preparation you get to meets Hall? opportunity. Practice, practice, practice. Do you have a favorite type of food? That's a really good. I'm gonna say no because <laughs> I'm I'm really I really love food science. Salad. <laughs> yeah. I just love food science. I find it to be. Uh, so when you say, do I like math? I feel like food science is a lot like math. Are you good at math? Am I good at math? Uh, well, no, that's what it was. If that's I practice, I am. Right. You know, I like southern food, mashed potatoes. I like sandwiches. What about you, Chelsea? I mean, honestly, anything you can put cheese on is sort of my jam. <laughs> so everything. You know, mine too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite? Do you have a favorite way to eat a biscuit? I'm just gonna say upside down just for the hell of it. <laughs> Chelsea? You um, know what a biscuit is. Yeah, it does. Like with gravy, but you have to break up the pieces first and put a little butter on it and then you put the gravy on. Biscuit head is ooh, biscuit head. They do have a fried chicken gravy biscuit, which is incredible. That sounds great. You know, now that I I've got another answer to that question is uh nostalgia wise. Mm -hmm. Butter and applesauce. Heated up applesauce. Apple sauce. Interesting. Do you like Over, apple butter? I love apple butter. Or Especially old school, like it's really condensed and dark. Yeah, yeah, or like what about like molasses? I love molasses. Which my, is from sorghum, right? My yeah. my high school friend, Paul Woodhouse, he's still my friend. He's a correctional officer at Madison County Jail. Uh, he was last time I talked to him. He made molasses for a senior project. Ah, fancy. Cool. <laughs> Did he grow his own sorghum? No, he had a buddy with a bunch of sugar cane. I don't know. It's, I think uh, that's the only type that really grows around here is sorghum. He's in, close uh, to sugar cane. Yeah. He's a Barnesville guy. Do you oh. have a favorite sibling? No. <laughs> <laughs> Do you? I mean, I only have one, so I guess <laughs> Yes. he's my favorite. Do you have a favorite instrument? Uh, Mine's is the pencil. 
is probably piano. Yeah, piano is incredible. So I think it, like it's like the base of all of the instruments. Mm -hmm. I'm a guitar player, and I'm gonna say the piano is my favorite instrument. Like I wish that I put as much time as I put in the guitar. I'm not nearly as good as you were last time I saw it, which was a long time. But I've improved a great deal. But I wish I put the amount of time I've put into the guitar into the piano. So do I. I can listen to a Beethoven sonata right now and just be happy. It's the best. It, it, it is. is. Do you believe, we've talked about stuff like this already, but do you believe in God or something similar? I believe that one is arrogant to completely believe in anything and, and that maybe there isn't. I'm, I'm agnostic, so I'm going to say maybe there is and maybe there isn't, but I'm not. I'm not going to wave a flag. Sure. You know. Sure. Um, I, I I still have hope. I'm not I'm not uh, an atheist. Sure. Uh, but I believe. I think the real answer for that for me is that I believe that um, love really is the answer, and there's so many religions that say that, and that uh, if you just hold on to that, you're going to be okay, and if there is a God, then He's going to be cool and understand that you tried. Exactly. You know what I mean? God, like, it, it, if, if it's real, God's very, very, very cool, and he's much, 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 much more smart, or smarter than we are. And more laid back than we think he is, I think. Yeah. Because if, if we're made in his image. Right. Why would he make me? Right. I, I don't know. I'm still wondering. <laughs> I'm here to save the world for me. I'm waiting on that time. What about you? I believe in God. I would probably classify myself as like a non-denominational Christian, maybe, but also I don't, I don't really care what anybody else believes no, right. this is like what i'm gonna do it's more about like a relationship with happiness within yourself and having something to you know hold on to because life is crazy um i i believe um, i've had a lot of tragedy in my life and it has helped i had to grab onto something that has helped me to, got, to grab onto something like that and it's very familiar I since that. i was in church since i was a little kid and i've had some really real um things happen to me that i don't have an answer for so i'm like yeah i'm down let's do your fucking game <laughs> whatever <laughs> i think that's cool i respect but, it um but I, I try to be a purveyor of love i think if i do that whether there is or there isn't well, i'm gonna come out okay they say that basically jesus is, is love so right. that's like if you can't understand jesus you can't understand love mm -hmm. and uh, i think it's basically the same thing I think Jesus is my favorite philosopher. Yeah, he's a fucking rock star. He's great. Yeah. <laughs> and I love Socrates. Don't get me wrong, but, you know. <laughs> Have you ever seen Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? Many times. <laughs> they call him Socrates. Wild stallions. They did. <laughs> Do you miss the theater? Yes. And I think no matter whether I try to fight it or not, I'm going to end up in it again at some point because it turns out Chelsea, uh, she won't say it, is... A phenomenal singer and actress and um, I believe that I'm gonna get inspired to do it again at some point I lost a lot of faith in my last show I didn't do a great job at it and it was really challenging and it was out of it was out of my wheelhouse and it kind of hurt my feelings for a long time right. so that's I quit theater because of that I'm an incredibly sensitive person so am I. It's hard to be a sensitive person in this world. Mm. It is. Yeah. Aren't all artists that way, though? Well, no, some are jerks. Some of them, <laughs> some of them are as open with it. Yeah. So they put on a mask, is how I see it. But if they're being real about it, yes, you know, that's how you're attuned with all these different things. You notice things, I imagine. I feel like it's... Uh, I feel like... 
you're doing yourself a disservice if you if you don't talk about how hard it is to be an artist because it really is a, a self-flagellating, constantly questioning, uh, it's a, fight uphill battle. It's lonely. It is. It's in your head the whole yeah. time. <laughs> and uh, I've met a lot of artists that went crazy because right. they didn't share. And um, I feel I feel like like what you just said. It's really important to talk about the fact that if you're an artist, you're probably a little bit mental ill, mentally right. ill. And 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 That's you know, part of the the, the recipe. Yeah, it kind of is. And the best ones, it turns out. Right, because <laughs> nobody from else. What we see half of them die at what twenty three. Nobody or else talks stupid. about the stuff that people sing about. Nobody. I mean, they do, but like in small circles, and they're insecure about it. Can I ask you a question? Even though please, you're the interviewer, please, please, please. Uh, when you write, are you pulling from your own emotions? Do you try to make it real, or do you try to make something fun and poppy? Uh, and I mean that arbitrarily. I just write from the from the soul, man. Good. I try to clean it up Me for too. some people every now and then. Not everybody likes it, though, do but they? I, Isn't I can, that funny? I can write <laughs> nonstop, and I don't have any problem going. Like, the green light's on, going. And just because mm-hmm. i got stuff to put down. And then afterwards, I'm like, oh, that's something somebody shouldn't hear. Maybe I'll mark that out or something. That makes sense. How'd you get into theater? Church? Oh, uh, yeah, church. And then some in high school. And uh, when I first, like, auditioned for Morris Hill, I was thinking about going into music education. And I just auditioned for the theater department to see if I could get extra scholarship money. Right. And they were like, what the heck are you doing doing music ed? Don't you want to get this BFA? And then it was done. Um, I just, I really, I've done like a lot of side jobs and stuff, but I've always been doing something in acting since I was like 16. Can I fit in your yard? Yes. I should have asked before. Yeah, you don't <laughs> want to swallow it. That's it, I wasn't going to go off. I've done that. It's you, um, good. Can you imagine Travis will be in a, a show with you? Um, <coughs> are, you are you hoping? She's well, going to have to pull some teeth to get it there, happen, there was a show that we you were can't hoping. It too much, though. you got to be ready. All right. We were hoping to do a show called Mrs. Hank about Hank Williams' wife, and there's the Hank Williams character in it. Um, we ended up having to postpone it because of COVID stuff. Um, but the guy who wrote it um, actually spied on my page he's a friend of mine and he mentioned that travis should audition for it now the show got canceled we're probably going to do it another year but um yeah somebody else noticed that he could still do it so i think that it's definitely an option i would do some hank i like country what would you regret if you did it and things didn't go perfectly you'd regret i don't think i would regret anything i think i would enjoy it and i think that um if I did make a mistake, that uh, if anybody, Chelsea's going to be understanding because she's been there, and it really is just about getting out there and doing it. And Mistakes help you grow to correct. improve, <laughs> to understand what you're not great at. Or I love improv jazz, man. I know. I've made a lot. And I, and I used to record every one of my shows and listen to them when I came home after the show three or four times in a row. <laughs> You know, yeah, and that makes me feel good. I do three that times in a. I'm talking stay up till four in the morning with headphones on, listening to the, mm-hmm. the show that I just did. I do that all the time. Four times in a row. You know, my <laughs> uncle taught me that the violinist. He goes, "This is what you got to do. You got to when you practice, when you do anything, you have to record it always, and then every listen single back time. to it so you can know um, what you don't like, what you don't like, what you need to work on, mm-hmm. what you do like. It's and I do it always now." It, Always. It's, uh, it really made me a better musician and a better writer and a better singer. And even about what I thought I was going to write, it even changed that, I believe, in the end. What is a musical theater director? And why Mars Hill? Um, well, I, 
moved back home like eight years ago, and I hadn't quite finished my from MFA from Florida Atlantic University. Right. And I was thinking about starting a family and trying to be a responsible adult and not just do gigs as they swept in. So I finished my master's and started working there. Um, director of musical theater just kind of involves more of being like a part of the path of the student from the beginning to the end. Like I work on helping with the curriculum and making sure that everybody's taking the correct classes and I select the musicals that they're going to do. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, and then I teach, you know, classes as well. And sometimes they're musical theater classes. Sometimes I teach, like, theater history. Um, you deal with the kids a lot? Yeah, yeah. Um, Is that before, cool? before the pandemic, I was there, like, friggin' all the time because I was the only person running the professional theater company. Mm. They've since hired me some help, my friend Ethan. And then I was doing the teaching and the musical theater stuff, too. Um yeah, I am around them a lot. Zoom lessons and things with them this past year has been super weird. Um, but I feel like we still got some good work done. And um, the only thing I'll really say that's like maybe consider negative is just that like they're so they're such a different generation. And so I spent a lot of like time just trying to figure out what they need next. Right. And so that's like the stuff below the surface that I don't think that they see. I know my other colleagues see the work that we're doing to try to do things at the level they're at, you know. But that's something, you know, every teacher probably goes through. Do you love it? I do. Yeah, it's really what I want to be doing. Yeah, um, for like long term? Yeah. Uh, right that's now, cool. I'm technically considered part-time at both my jobs, but they really are above part-time right. level as far as what the they work require that I put a lot. in. Yeah. Um, and I love running SART, um, but I'm honestly glad that they gave me the help with the professional theater company because I was like just barely treading water, even during the pandemic. Is he it a was nerd? really hard. Elliot? Ethan. Is that, is yeah, that? he just graduated from uh, MFA and administration. He's a, arts, is he a, so. a nerd? Oh, yeah. Cool. He's like a Disney nerd, a theater nerd. <laughs> he's one of those dudes that has probably seen it on Broadway. Right on. Like, he just he lives in New York for a while and. Um, another reason i'm glad i have him because he knows what's actually knows happening what's really... not just what's happening in western north carolina right. you've got you know? a show coming up soon right yep i start rehearsal? rehearsal on tuesday how that's many the uh what's the show it's called the last five years it's by jason robert brown cool um my friend richie is starring in it with me it's a two-person musical is it at mars hill and it's in it's on the campus in mars hill okay. yeah and um it's being produced through sart but it's really cool because it's a relationship story about a couple, how they get together and how they break up. But the female tells the story from the end of their relationship to the beginning, and the fella tells it from the beginning to the end. So it's like reverse time. The whole so I'm going to cry as we get to Yeah, and the middle of the show is the only time they really meet. Um, the only time they sing together is the middle of the show. So, like Benjamin um, Button-like. Yeah, it's, it's a really great show. Um, the guy who wrote it actually went through what the story is about, so it's uh, it's very real. Benjamin Buttons' a story about a man that was born an old man, and he died a baby. Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. Would you consider yourself a fisherman? Yes. I love to fish. You got any good spots that we don't have to give them away, but you got I, spots around here? Yes, I do have a lot of good spots, and I won't give them away. You're a fly man? Fly fisherman? Uh, sometimes, but no, uh, I, I prefer spinner, like single hook, artificial. Right on. You know, I, I do fish with a worm sometimes. Like off a boat to catch or a dock? No, I prefer walking a stream. Right on. Um, mm -hmm. I, I also enjoy 
uh, ocean fishing and lake fishing, but uh, my favorite is the stream. When's the last time you went? Uh, a really few days nice. ago. Monday. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. French broad. Cool, man. Yeah. Do you, do you fish? Um, you know, I have a lot in the past. It's not something I've really made time for. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm just so busy now right. at this phase of my life that I don't really have time to sit still. But I've been deep sea fishing um, and caught some really giant fish and, and just so had weird, high. weird experiences with whoa, that. Whoa, whoa. So. Weird experience? Yeah, like I didn't. I, it's weird to me to catch something and eat it. like putting the worm on the hook? No, that's oh, fine. That's that doesn't really go You mean the whole killing and eating thing? Yeah. Yeah, like, it takes a bit. I'm like, okay, weird. <laughs> like, it's just not the normal thing. I tried know? that with deer and I couldn't do it. I had a chance. Oh, no, I don't think I'd be able to do that. But oh. uh, with fish, I can do it because they look kind of dumb. They don't, like, <laughs> they don't wink at you like my right. dog does, you know? Like, they don't, like... They're Come like, and lick uh, you and be like, I love you. You know what I mean? It's a couple like, steps above like a sperm. <laughs> yeah, something like that, right? Uh, maybe. <laughs> you own a gun. Uh, I do, but um, <laughs> I don't have any of them. Uh, I, I gave, went through a hard period and actually gave them away because I didn't want them around myself. That's uh, good. Yes. I can understand the sheriffs took mine away. <laughs> yeah. Do you own a gun? I have a taser. It's pink. What a lady. <laughs> What are your thoughts on global warming? I think it's pretty obvious that it's happening. Right. And um, I think we're in a good spot right. for when things go really bad. And right. uh, we're going to be dead before we're anything bad happens. Come spot. on, let's be serious. But these right? mountains, we're, everybody's come here before. We're gonna and be the fight last for places. water and kill each other. and Yeah, that's yeah, that's going to happen, right? We'll see. Did uh, <laughs> Was that land where Walmart is? Was that used to be your grandpa's? Yes, in Weaverville, yeah. That's the place that I used to mow all the time. and Is that weird when you go by now? Yes. Really? Sometimes I sit and think about it and I piss look and off? I try to... F- or is it cool? Uh, it doesn't piss me off. I think it's cool. I think that... Um, it's changed that whole environment right there. The whole of, world's becoming that way. I mean, population is... They were talking about putting a Walmart in Weaverville for 17 years. Hmm. Yeah. longer. Dad got rich off of it. Yeah. And, and Did he? Uh, kind of became a dick. He got rich and became a dick that, like most new money people do, right. you know, like, and, um, Is that when y'all stopped being cool? It took a while, but it happened eventually. I think he just has past trauma that he hasn't dealt with. Interesting. He's a tough guy. That's interesting when you, when, when stuff like that, when somebody that you're so close with comes into money and things that you're like, this would obviously be how I would handle it or close to this. And it's so far from how they handle it. Yeah, when a death happens, it, that it tears people apart if, if they, you know, it, the funny thing is that I don't give a shit about money. I want enough to keep, to stay alive, right. but one of my favorite things to do is to put my house on my back and hike 15 miles and, par- and filter water. I really? All I need is food, water, and shelter, and I'm happy. You You've know? been on the Appalachian Trail? I, uh, many times, yeah. Really? I haven't done the whole thing, but... Uh, is that incredible? It's, I mean, hiking, I think, I think... What I enjoy about it is um, you you forget about the car, the drive, the job, right. the, the, the busy relationships. It just strips you down to where you have to think what to I yourself. Mean. And like, what do you need to be happy? I mean, you're, all you have to do is sit in a chair or walk around and pick up sticks and start a fire. And it really, it, it really strips you down to your bare soul, I think. And that's, I, I like, like that. It. I've never... Um... Jinx, 
I've never been an outdoorsman like that, but I, I like you putting it like that. Well, I think I had I, a good teacher, and I, I feel like the experience is really good when somebody knows what they're doing, and they have the right gear, and they teach you, and if you're, if you're open enough. Yeah, I, I met a guy on a porch one day and said, you're my best friend, and we've been best friends for over 15 years. And uh, I thought you weren't into like superstitious stuff like that. Well, it's I don't think it's superstitious. I think it was <laughs> okay. just a... It was, right. You right. know? Two organisms. <laughs> right. Like, it just made sense. Yeah. What are your thoughts on COVID? Um, I'm glad that I'm vaccinated. I personally still wear a mask when I go into a place, usually. Uh, there's been a couple of times where I've not, but usually do because I'm glad that the, the flu, the regular flu has gone down quite a bit uh, case-wise. And, um, I, you know, I'm around kids who have strep and shit sometimes, and I just feel like it's smart. To not right. breathe on people, right. and it's kind of nice because I have social anxiety, and it's nice to sh cover my face. It's nice to dip a bit. Now, <laughs> no, I gotta Dude, stop because put it's so sunglasses gross. above that mask. Yeah, I know. Dude, you're wearing, you're like, you know, you're like Daft Punk. Then, you know? <laughs> I'm completely. They're trying to take or strip my my new identity away. I wear sunglasses because of that, so I don't have to look people in the eye. You know, it's like. Um. What are your thoughts on COVID? Um, I think, you know, obviously that sucks, still sucks for India and, you know, yeah, us India. too. Um, but I think it made us reflect on a whole lot of things, like just as like workforce, like there's a lot of people that can work from home and save you a lot of money. You don't have to rent out a giant office for somebody to get dressed, use the gas to get there every day. Like it's, there's so many jobs that people can be comfortable in their own home doing. And then I honestly really liked the, uh, the ability to say, no, I I can't do that, <laughs> you know, when the things are canceled. Right. I missed the things. I wish I would have gotten to know, do certain shows, but the time invested, it was so nice to have a break for me. I feel like I've been going hard for like six years. Uh, and when COVID happened, I was like, I'm going to chill today, you know? I didn't get that. I've been going hard yeah. through all of COVID, which is great. I've been very proud of it. But now, I'm tired. Yeah. I'm tired. A I had a, I had I had COVID. I was in the hospital for six days with pneumonia from it. Oh my god! And uh, that's the most scared I've ever been about. Ventilator? Yeah, they had me on oxygen the whole time. Well, it flew it out of your lungs. Like, yeah, and they had me on steroids. Um, and I was like, why? Why am I? I know a lot of people who've got this. Why am I like this? Um, right. But I had food poisoning before that. And it was like a perfect storm. Yeah. To have my immune system down to get hit. Fuck. I think I might have had it actually and just never got any help. Fuck so. COVID is what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what are your thoughts on Joe Biden? You know, it, I think it's very interesting how there isn't someone in power stirring shit up every single day on social media and being an all-around <laughs> asshole. And it's kind of interesting how nobody's really talking about the president anymore because there's not some dick. It's nice. Like being a dick. It's nice. Every single day. And yeah, and I think good things are happening. I think that he's probably going to do some bad shit just like every other president that we've ever had since the beginning of time has. Of and uh, but hardest I, job in the world. I trust him more than most that we've had. And right know, on, yeah, he's and, that's a good answer, man. And he comes from a good background of and people he, that I trust, like Obama. I thought and he, he knows about tragedy and how life can be. Mm -hmm. And I like that. How um, this is well. What are your thoughts on Joe Biden? Oh, I mean, pretty much the same. Like uh, America as a whole, obviously, we've got some major problems with the structure of everything. 
uh, that's not his fault. I trust him enough to do the job. Whereas I didn't have faith, obviously, in other administration. Um, yeah, we needed like a dad figure, like somebody to be like, it's okay. Yep. And like, I'm working on it. That's all we needed. I think that's where JFK shined. It was the way he spoke. To the people. Yeah. yeah. You know, not like, hey, look at all these other jerks. <laughs> like, you know? <laughs> what are your thoughts on Donald Trump? I think he's a real steaming pile of bullshit, garbage, <laughs> asshole, and uh, I'm glad he's gone. I, I, I mean, he's not gone. He's somewhere. Right, right. Playing right. golf. You know, but um, I don't think he deserves the rest of his life with Secret Service and $500,000 a year. I, he might have turned that down. I think that was like one of the points a lot of people said, look, he turned it down. How honorable. Yeah. I mean, no, I, sorry. That's, yeah, I hate his guts. Any, anything else? <laughs> Chelsea? I mean, obviously, I'm disappointed in every facet of that man. But what disappoints me, you know, equally is the friends and family close to me that still want to support him. And uh, it's just, it, I, I really, like, I think there's two other people in my pretty immediate family that voted for Biden. Um, and I just, the, just the incited racism across the board is what I've watched be just so toxic to everyone around me. It's, it's been such a rev, rev, revelationary year about learning about people I grew up with. Like yeah. I am in the minority mm -hmm. um, with my politics. I try and be neutral because I'm a, somewhat of a public figure with this shit. Um, so I don't want to like tell people what I really think. Yeah, well, <laughs> I do. And but, uh, stay, I'll do it on staying in the middle ground is totally fine, you know. There's but, a like, lot to look at on either side. President, I give the office a lot of respect, and I'm like, whatever, I don't know. I don't know the details of anything. Okay? I just don't like bullies. Yeah. And he was a bully. So. Yeah. I can be a bully, but what I like to do is be a bully of bullies. Oh, you've picked on me before in the past, and I, but I took it. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, <I did> <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> huh? You've been trying to outsmart me for a while. It, it, it's no. happened a few times, and I, I think that's what I liked about you, and I was like, I gotta watch out for this guy. He's a wise guy, eh? <laughs> uh, uh, what, are, what are your thoughts on Bruce Valanche? I don't know anything about Bruce Valanche. What is that? Bruce Valanche. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> That's a, those are both perfect answers. All right. <laughs> He's a celebrity. He's got blonde hair and glasses like Sally Jesse Raphael. He's heavy set. I don't know what he does. No clue. Um, <laughs> we'll look that up later. What are your thoughts on tobacco? I'm addicted. Those are my thoughts. I mean, y'all just don't do it. Just stop. <laughs> Quit while you're ahead is my best advice. <laughs> this is what I was going to say about it. So when I had COVID, they showed me my lungs, and one of them was really tore up, and I was vaping a lot. And they sent, I, they gave me three COVID tests, and they were all negative while I was in the ICU, the COVID ICU. And they said, you have to stop vaping, you have to stop smoking, or you're going to fuck yourself up. Mm -hmm. um, so that's why I did. Okay. Mm -hmm. The dip is delicious, though. Kinda Sometimes. Is. You ever yeah. had berry? A skull berry? Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like bubblicious. Y'all are nasty. I like the snus, too. I'll just, yeah, it's uh, uh, nicotine. I can't help it. Snus, is that like the like the it's real the kind that you don't spit, and you yeah. just kind of like... Really, really fine? Pouch. Like it's a pouch. Yeah, that's that you, tough. you know. Who's, um, who's the better dancer, you or Lauren? Lauren. I, I'm... He practiced... I, uh, my right. sister or, or, or my brother? I said, I said it like that on purpose. All right. <laughs> Both Lauren and Laura. It's kind of hard to tell. Both of them? They're both the better dancers, yes. 
That's not. I mean, that's saying a lot, actually, right? I think so. I think it. I think that they took. I took to music easier, and they took to dance. And easier. you ran with it, right? Yeah, it was a natural thing. I think. What are you afraid of? Failure. What is failure to you? Uh, ultimately, okay. Let's just go all the way to um, just giving up entirely. I hear that. Man. Just trying not to do that. It's all. It's the only goal. Yeah. Keep on. I hear you. What about you? What are you afraid of? Oh man, I freaking hate bugs. Okay, like it's bad. Like yeah. a, a little fly or something <laughs> is fine, but like. He'll find, like, a grasshopper in the house and be like, here, babe, look at it. And it's, like, six <laughs> inches from my face, and I feel like I could die. Is he doing it to um, bother you? Or absolutely. Actually... Absolutely. No, I'm sort of an amateur naturalist, <laughs> and I like to identify things. And, you know, I also of kind our... of enjoy that she's scared of bugs, I and think, I'm not. Yeah, one of our first, <laughs> one of our very first arguments ever, I was digging out here in the dirt for something. At, no, it was it was literally a freaking black widow. Okay, like I flipped a rock over and there was this mean lady. So you're black afraid widow. of arachnids and as I, well. I texted him and I was like, "Oh my god, how do I kill everything? What did this I say? is Don't terrible." Kiss it or something? And he oh, was like, "He was like, it. she's pretty or some bullshit." Yeah, and I was just like, "Bro, I'm freaking out." You know. Other than that, like fears that are normal for any like parent. I want my child to have a perfect life. I know he's not going to. That sucks. <laughs> Bears. You're not sure about bears either. Oh, my family oh, has I mean, killed so just, many black bears. There was one right over here behind my shed. It was black terrifying. I mean, it, it's in the history books uh, how many black... Like, so when I come across a black bear, they know. They get the hell away from me. Because oh, they know you won't make jerky out of them. I'll put you down, buddy. Make you a rug. <laughs> but I don't want to do that because you're beautiful and there's no I black like them way over there. Or maybe at, the, <laughs> maybe at the nature center. That sounds good. Do you enjoy cinema? Uh, very much so, and um, I've watched a lot of movies and a lot of shows, and uh, I absolutely love it. Like, like what? Like I like, I like a good like drama that's funny. Um, like I love like Goodwill Hunting. That's a good or, one. Like, Silver Lining. That's Playbook. good writing. That's good writing. I, I like I like kind of art projects. Like uh, I really enjoyed Afro Samurai. I haven't seen that. Uh, you should because uh, Wu Tang Clan. Uh, Red okay, Man. Yeah. Red Man is in. It d does the score. Right on. And the show and the movie. Start with the show. Finish with the okay. movie. Uh, I, I love animation. I love... Like um, anime? Uh, as a matter of fact, Castlevania is one of my favorite shows. I'm not a big anime fan. I do love um, <clears throat> How's Moving Castle and, um, you know, what's the other one? The Spirited Away was really good. Do you like Rick and Morty? love Rick and Morty. They're hilarious. Well, dub -dub. I, I mean, they're good. Right? That's you know, really good funny. for a cartoon like that to come it's around dark, these days. And it's dark. Like Ren Stimpy type. Oh, and I'm a bit smarter. huge Ren and Stimpy fan. Yeah. Other, I'm too happy, happy, joy, joy. joy. Oh, hey. Lame-o. <laughs> teach your grandfather. <laughs> what is it? Teach your grandfather to suck eggs? What is that? <laughs> teach your grandfather to suck eggs. <laughs> this is a story about a, a bumblebee. No. <laughs> this is a song about being happy. Do you enjoy cinema? I do. I don't have enough time to watch it. everything I want. There's some basics, you know, that I just have not had time to Have you to ever seen down. Moonstruck? Uh-uh. With... Cher and Danny Aiello and Nicolas Cage. No, it sounds wonderful. You though. should. It's pretty. It's pretty interesting. Nicolas Cage won an Academy Award for it. Okay. No, he didn't. He won it for Leaving Las Vegas. I'm sorry. That's right. Rest alcoholic. That was a really say. rough movie to that watch. Is dark. Not <laughs> it is so dark. Do you remember learning to read? Either of you. Um, I was reading when I was like three. I'm pretty sure I have hyperlexia, so I can read things really fast now. 
But I was reading like the sports section with my dad when I was like three years old. Do you remember learning to read? Yes, I I struggled because um, I'm most definitely a, at least ADD or ADHD, and um, I uh, it's I picked up speaking and uh, vocabulary very well, but when it came to focusing on a page, I struggled in the beginning. In the end, I ended up I ended up being a, a lover of reading and reading books and, and articles and. Well, I, I think I'm probably similar in the sense of it's hard for me. It was hard for me them to pull me out of my head. Yep, that was my problem. To like, why would I focus on this? This is great. This is great. You want me to focus <laughs> on this? I'm not at all interested in it. Um, but I can read. Did you, you like? Luckily, I can as well. Did you like the '90s? No, because of personal stuff. Yeah, um, just uh, it, was, it was really. I mean, I can tell you things that were fun about it. Um, but it kind of felt like I was just doing what other people wanted me to do. But you were also a kid. Exactly. So you have to do that to some extent. Right. And um, I uh, was a big-time pacifist, so a bull I was a target for bullies. Right. And I was also in the arts and a dancer. So, you know. I didn't realize that I was bully-like for a long time, but the way I am very aggressive with my talk and stuff, it, it comes across as bully-like, so it was not, never been intentional. I just thought it was funny. Anyways, I'm sorry. You like to confuse people, and right. it's always, it's been, well, it's, it's not been like, fun. It's not like, it's how it works. So, <laughs> uh, like, I, I have to socialize with people, and this is the only way it well, comes see, I out. I like to be outsmarted, so that's, it's That's one way to good. word it. I appreciate you. <laughs> like um, did you like the 90s? I guess neutral. I pretty like. I, I like that style, that Shania aesthetic. Tonight's way. <laughs> no, uh, I mean middle school and high school was a little bit difficult for me, just because of peers and being pretty weird. Kind of same what you were saying. Yeah, personal life sucked in the nineties for me too. But I'm talking about like Bulls, um, now, Bill Murray, yeah, oh yeah, ninety three, and uh, I mean cartoons, on. Married with Children, Martin. <laughs> Pop culture in the nineties was terrific. Oh, mm -hmm. man. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Do you like Halloween? I like to dress up and make a fool out of myself. <laughs> oh my god. Chelsea, do you like Halloween? I love Halloween. I really do. I mean, I'm, What's the I'm last a theater thing person. You so. guys dressed up as for Halloween. Oh, <laughs> we're so. It was after Halloween, wasn't we, it? Was we were. Pretty trashy this year. I dressed up as Carol Baskin, and I dressed oh. Travis and the child as big scary cats. Travis was a lion, and Cyrus oh, was, a was a tiger. And uh, we threw we a, repurposed a, a onesie. Yeah, we threw a birthday party awesome. this past Halloween yeah. for one of my students. Um, and so Travis spent the night Carol grilling Baskins. hot dogs and, um, and growling at people, R literally roaring at my college Wrong. students. Did everybody hate you? <laughs> um, no, they, they thought he was. Just, he, he thought he, they thought he was perfect for me. Because you, because everybody hates Carol Baskins is why I say that. Um, yeah, but, you know, people kind of really hate me sometimes oh, anyway. So you enjoyed it. I was like, hey, let me step into my own. If there are alternate realities or whatever, what would you like to find out you are doing there? Following the beam? Sorry, I had to go Stephen King on you there. <laughs> That's fine. That's a weird question. It is. <laughs> Chelsea? I would like to see myself be a bit of a drifter. It's not that great. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm sure, but I still, I think about that sometimes. Like, right. if I didn't have these responsibilities, it'd be so cool to just get my you car. Are and go. from around here? Yeah. What about your siblings? What do you think you'd like to see them doing in an alternate in an alternate reality? Uh, I would like all of their ailments to be cured and uh, their oh, what their peace of mind to be sound and <laughs> what for about, everybody to be wealthy. What be, about mine? Yours? I I I'd like to see you excel and no my my siblings. Oh, your siblings? We don't talk about me. <laughs> I, th I think I think we started started out talking about this, and I don't know if I professed my love enough. Um, so I'm going to do it again. Go for it. Uh, I love every single one of your siblings, and um, uh, at least one of I us love, does. But I'm and I love your parents, and uh, I've had some really great experiences. And I'm still angry at Aaron for winning Most Talented just because he was a football player. Because he wasn't. Because no, he wasn't. I was. That's why. That's why, <laughs> why would he win that? Because he was a jock. Aaron, you listening? Travis is more talented than you. God damn it. That's only because he puts Bleep himself out. out there. You probably would be just as talented as any of us, but you're too afraid. Uh, but you know what? He still tells me I'm the coolest guy he knows. And I, I still believe him, even though, uh, hey, even though I did that fucked up thing a long time ago. Aaron, What's weird know? about that is he tells me the same thing. That son of a bitch. That's, it? <laughs> that's, that's his busted. That's what he's been doing. <laughs> We're both cooler than Smith. We'll just admit, agree to that. Uh, yes, agreed, agreed. <laughs> Old Smithers. When's the last time you walked around Lake Louise? Oh, wow. That must be like three years ago when really? I was working close by and I kind of wanted to just take a stroll. You ever been there? Yeah. I can't remember the last time I was there, but it is pretty awesome. I saw there. some guys doing some push-ups in the little exercise area yesterday. This might make the, the final edit. Um, there's a piece of property that my owns right next to Lake Louise and me and a small slew of our friends not at the same time oh wow fancy Must be, was there a name that for is it? Fancy. have you named the place is there a name for it no it's not like Lover's Leap or call uh, spot. Call um, it, we used to call it Next <laughs> <laughs> tell me about your folks uh divorced and um, and you can talk on this stuff as much or as little as you'd like. Sure, uh, I'm gonna say that uh, I love my dad, but uh, we, I'm choosing not to not in, invest. Like yeah, it's not, and, and I'm in in a in a place in my life where I need to focus on myself, and I can't handle it right now. Right, mother is an angel, and so right. is her mother, and so is her mother's mother, and they're pretty much the most wonderful people I've ever met in my entire life. <laughs> Mine too. Uh, well, no. Um, I love you, Carol. Um, are, were you close, you and your father? Uh, I mean, yeah. He's just kind of so, hard-nosed? Yeah. You know, negative reinforcement all the time kind of thing. I have a lot of friends whose dads are like that. You know my dad. He's, you know, he was a mime. He's a your dad's a ladies' man is what he is. <laughs> so, um, I didn't know about that. You know, my mom's kind of uh, pretty strict. But I, you know, I got awarded to my father during the divorce. Well, that's my homie, so, you know, whatever. I'm close it to happens. both of them. We're both very close. I like Carol because she challenges me all the time, just She's like reason, you. So maybe you're more like your mom than, than yeah. but, and, and Jim just like to pick, mess with me and try and outsmart me. you got a little piece of both. <laughs> and this is what I've learned. Carol doesn't let me get away with anything, I'm, I'll I'm, tell you. The, the reason I'm so close to my mother now is because there's, I've never met another creature like myself, other than her. 
and then I was raised by my father, so he showed me how to be slick. He's also a special charm creature. on and and to be quick. Mm-hmm. So I'm a real interesting monster. God, me too. Who was the principal at North Welcome when you were there? Magnum. 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 Yeah. What do you think? Uh, he never messed with me, and I got away with murder. I don't know about that. Well, not murder. Compared to me. Uh, yeah. I remember coming in really stoned one day, <laughs> and um, they were like, it was senior day, and I was with my friend, and I'll, I will remain nameless. It was nameless. all right. Well, they were like... Magnum. They, they just looked at us. Right. We came in late, like, for the show in the in the auditorium. And um, they were like, guys, come to the office. And we're like, and we're, we're baked, you know. And we get in there. I had a pack of rolling papers, and they tried. They, was, <laughs> I knew Was Benny Baldwin parent, still there? I'm sorry? The resource officer, Benny Baldwin, was he there? No, I think it was uh, uh, Mr. Smathers, maybe, was there. No, I think Smathers had just left. Mm. It was the lady that was the vice principal. No, I'm talking about the resource officer, the cop. Was he the guy with the glasses, kind of heavy set? My guy was Benny Baldwin, which was five years later. Yeah. Uh, we won't talk about Benny. <laughs> anyway, I got away with it. I so he was to... nice. I like him because I got away with right. it. I got in school, in school suspension, which, you know, well, it was her you know what that is. <laughs> um, she was all right, that teacher for ISS. Um, I think we had, yeah, we had a lady in there. What was her name? I used to smoke joints down in the math hall. Nice. There you go. Because I just said, fuck it. My last day of school, I drove the mo- moped through the halls. I remember. And then I went the next day with a leather jacket to school. And Roddy <laughs> Magnum brought me into his office immediately. And he, <laughs> he's, he told me what was up, that I was expelled. I mean, it was the last day. It was summer anyway. And then he just started laughing. <laughs> What's wrong with you? I was like, I was We're, done. We've all been asking. And I, I was just right. telling her that story, actually. and I, Because I think it's pretty epic. It, it's, I mean... What's epic is that I didn't hurt myself or anybody else. I just like, I never saw it and I wasn't there, but I like the idea of people leaping to stop you <laughs> and, and, and face diving and, Ronnie made him. and then you getting away. <laughs> well, what happened is I got, I got kicked out of school for leaving Robbie Parker's math class. I went to the gym to play basketball, just walked up and left. And the assistant principal came and goes, Isaac, we're going to give you instant school suspension tomorrow. Go back to class. And then I left again. I told my Seth, my friend Seth, I said, cover for me. And I went to play basketball again. And then he comes back and goes, Isaac, what are you doing? Got to suspend you. So he suspended me, but I w- went to school with a friend that day. So I had to walk all the way to Woodland Hills, my house. And when I got there, I was like, oh, it's just, right about, next to the cemetery. just about time to, um, for school to get out. And I'm trying to court this girl. I like, maybe I can see my friends and Carrie. Hmm. And I took Aaron's scooter. To the school, and when I get there, it's like five minutes till, and Carrie, the girl I'm trying to court, is the only person outside. She's doing an art project in the grass right in front of where the eagle is, or the hawk. Um, and she's like, what are you doing? I was like, I don't know. Thinking about driving this through the halls. Completely bullshitting. And she got all excited, like, no way, no way. I was like, yeah. Oh, started pumping you up, eh? <laughs> and I was like, all right. And then, and then I started rolling away, like, shit, Isaac. What are you going to do now? And then I went through the back to the double doors of the math hall, and I came through all the halls. He chose to ask for forgiveness rather than permission. Right. And I would all, say goodbye to all my friends. And then I come to the, the, the afternoon announcements are on the whole time I'm doing it. Uh, and then I'm in the back of the cafeteria, and the whole school is there because everybody's leaving. And then Mr. Magnum and all the other male faculty link arms. I'm looking at all the students across the way, and I look to the left, and I'm like, oh, they're challenging me. So I rev it up and flip the visor down, and I just beam straight towards Rodney Magnum as fast as it would go. 
And they all dive out of the way doing combat rules and shit. And I went through the library. On the carpet in the library. And the band doors happen to be open. And then I go out the band doors. And the school resource officer's out there. And I just wave to him. He's like, ha! And then I drove home. And then when I got home, the same resource officer was there waiting at my house. You think you're real funny, don't you? You think you're real funny. <laughs> you were really funny. I was like, yeah. Everybody was... knew you were really funny. But I'm also done with that place. Okay, almost done I here. I didn't enjoy high school, did you? Yes, that's why you I didn't did do very it? well. Yeah, I, I made sure of it. I, I hated it. How old do you intend to be when you die? Old enough. I mean, I don't know. I've never thought about that. I like um, to think about an asteroid hitting the planet and then everybody dies and how that, like, that might happen sometime. And I'll, then it makes me appreciate every second of the day because of that. If, what are we going to do about it? I'll, for a long time, I wanted to be Will Smith from I Am Legend. It was my dream. You want to be the last survivor in a post-apocalyptic? Yeah. But the dog gets killed. Maybe it? some zombie girls that you can maybe still hook up with. Huh? Well, that was a fiction. It takes the scenario, not the exact thing that happened. You got some good like Bob's Burgers fan fiction going on in there. Like I'm, I'm seeing zombie. Do you fancy yourself <laughs> romantic? Yes, but uh, I feel like right now in my life, I'm a little closed off and scared and protected. Yeah, protected. Uh, uh, normally before the things that I've been through, I think I would have been more romantic. But yes, I do think of. Myself. I know you as a romantic. Well, thank you. Thank you. You know, we come from a long line of good old boys and stuff. I just want to love everybody, man. All the time. That's all you can do. Every country, every island. (laughs) Are you a romantic? Uh, Yeah, but I'm definitely a realist. Right. So that's why you guys are working. I mean, maybe. I I consider myself quite pragmatic myself. Right. I I try to be practical. Um, You have to to keep yourself in line. Right. You can't help it. Yeah. Says the thing. <laughs> what pitches you off? Uh, mostly myself. Mm. Uh, but uh, uh, if it's someone else, uh, someone answer. trying to take advantage of me when I feel like I'm being caring and, uh, you know, someone taking advantage of me, probably. I'm really, really defensive to a fault. Um, because I try to do everything right and I, I, I double check things to make sure I'm hitting my marks and whatever in life. Mm-hmm. So when somebody gives me grief in an ugly way, I don't raise my voice or anything like that. I get really upset at that. Lately, I've been raising my voice, but it's something that I'm working on. Well, that's, you know. Triggers are a bitch. My, that's something that a lot of my friends' parents did. My parents never did that. Mine did every uh, single day. Donna did, but that's because. I remember that. What pisses you off? Um. Really, people not staying in their lane. Like, if is, you are... Is this, a, is this directed at me? No, Probably. but if, you're, if you are supposed to do a certain job, do that job and leave everybody else alone. If you're going through something in your life... Right. Um, you know, I have learned that I have to be way more closed off. I can't express myself as much because there's so much judgment That's really world. hard to do. And social media me. makes me so flippin' mad how people just get empowered to talk crap about another person out of nowhere. Um, honestly, it makes me want to pull out my redneck side, and I'm really trying to not be an angry hillbilly. Listen, you but got that I weapon can't. in your tool belt. You need you use it when you need it. I, um, you know, if any of these keyboard warriors ever show their face <laughs> to me, they're going to feel very small when I'm done talking. Do you um, consider yourself a warrior? 
It depends on what we're talking about. Irwin. Oh, I can see that. that. Um, you know, I, I just technically. I'd rather not. Uh, like, what is we're black. That? We're Blackhawks. What it's, is that mascot, though, y'all? I mean, I they're had, changing it. I think right I had now. a great experience uh, in the music activities. I had so much fun in chorus. It was like my home, and my teacher was one of the best teachers I've ever had. And you know, band was fun. Nerds are fun. Um, but a lot of the other things were really defunct in school when I was there. <laughs> do you write? Uh, I should I should write more. So you yes, do. I like to write. And what I, do you like to write? Um, lately, it's been on forums talking about development through past trauma and a few. That's so healthy and to get that stuff out. It it is, and it, it, there's also different segments of that that can take you down the wrong road. I've noticed there's a lot of haters that come out of it and they end up being hateful in some ways. And there's a lot of negativity to avoid. Mm -hmm. But I I really enjoy helping people because I got helped right. yes, at, at one point. Do. So most of my writing hasn't been music, unfortunately, lately. But uh, but in, over your life, span of life, what have you written the most? Mostly poetry and writings yeah, man, and too. songs. I'm a songwriter, a poet. Yeah. Do you write? Yeah, I do a lot of uh, journaling. I make a lot of lists and use a lot of stickers to make me happy about them. You sure you're not a Virgo? <laughs> Very sure. Keep <laughs> Stick around. You'll see the cancer <laughs> fully, 100%. When did you start playing guitar? I was 15 years old, and it was, wow. it was a you really Epiphone... You used Epiphone. When I saw you, you weren't a whole lot older than that, but you were incredible. I just started. It, it, it's, it must just be came a to real, me, real natural. It's what it's what pulled me away from dance. That's cool, man. That's a good thing to and, pull and you away. And theater. And there was a shitty, actually, before I got my first guitar, there was uh, some friends had showed me some chords here and there, and there was this shitty guitar that nobody had tuned up that was in the theater. Electric or acoustic? It was acoustic. And Is I that just, what you prefer? I don't have a preference. Really? Because I, I like both. I like the, um, the personal feeling with an acoustic guitar. I love the acoustic. I love it too. And, and I love all instruments. Uh, but I also love the technology with an electric guitar, uh, all the weird, trippy shit you can do. So it, I like the extreme of both angles. Right. Really, I just want to take everything and plug it into 20 pedals <laughs> and turn all the pedals on and then turn some off and then turn them back on again and, you know, <laughs> and, and mess around. Just fuck with space and time for a minute. Do you have a favorite guitar of your life that you have? My favorite guitar is going to have to be not even the newest one that I bought for myself, but the first brand new guitar that my mom bought me when I was, I think, 16. Uh, it might have been 17. It was a, a Seagull. It's right a Canadian on. guitar, and, and they, they only mill dead trees to make their guitars. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, so they don't cut down trees to, to make... Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's that's cool. They just they go cut down dead trees. They just gave it to you. It's just it was a Christmas. It was a birthday present, I believe. You were already playing. I was already playing. I had and I, my my first guitar that I got and it started failing. The uh, infrastructure inside inside uh, that sink the hole started sinking the sound hole, mm. and so the, the the braces on the inside were breaking. So you played it. I left it outside too many times All around right. a campfire. <laughs> That's yeah. how you learn. Yeah, you know, yeah. Those are the questions I have. So this is what I got. You want to see me something? I'll get the hell out of here. Sure, man. This sure. has been great. This has been really good. You probably got yeah, to tell you too. I got pee.
You, I'm building. I, I think that you're marketable because I like the way you talk. <laughs> well, Let's just I, put it that way. I was real happy with how I did my stand, how I'm doing my stand-up because it's not family friendly, but it's close. <laughs> my only stand-up uh, routine that I've written and practiced, and my my ex-wife just didn't give two shits about it. Was uh, it was all making fun of rednecks from around this area? It was that's all it was was shitting on rednecks, uh, close-minded <laughs> hillbillies, you know. Well, like you can either make fun of the rednecks or the people on the other end. I like to see myself as somewhere right here. Well, and that's part of the reason why I let my southern accent come back is I, I tried to hide it for a long time because it what it means you're dumb, right? If you've got an well, accent, that's why I fought it my whole life. Until you and, and well, then I married. I would have proved you I'm dumb, not my voice. <laughs> Yeah, and then I married a foreigner, and I was like, oh, uh, I've been living in a tiny hole my whole life, and there's a giant world, and it doesn't matter. As long as you speak correct English, it doesn't matter what, you know, what your right, accent is. Right, it's who is, you yeah. are, you know. Everybody's got an accent. <laughs> but this is Travis Michaels. What, what's your last name, Chelsea? Gaddy. Chelsea Gaddy. Chelsea Gaddy, and they're going to perform for me. Can, Can you, you do me a favor and scroll as I go? Because i got two hands on this. <laughs> So listen, sweet Travis and Chelsea sang a delightful rendition of me and Bobby McGee under the impression that it was public domain. I did research of my own and that's not the case and I should have gave them more heads up to be like, because I asked them to play a song, but I put them on the spot and they had prepared a song. And it was delightful. You heard Travis play a little guitar. You heard, and you'll hear Chelsea sing a little bit here. It's the rocks, man. It's great. I really enjoyed listening to it. And you guys could imagine how great it was. Thanks, guys. <laughs> nice. I didn't know you could sing like that. Woo! <laughs> nice. Yeah, she makes real. me feel like a fool. Ah, right, cold last so week, good. so the rasp is strong right now. <laughs> what is the song? What is it called? Uh, me and Bobby McGee. It's a like Chris Christopherson. Yeah, I've heard that. Janice covered it. Dolly covered it. it. Everybody's covered it now. <laughs> That's awesome. This is awesome. Yeah, man. I appreciate it, man. This has I, gone swimmingly. I really enjoyed this. This is going to be good. Um, they usually put it up 10.30 on Sunday nights, a week from today. Cool. Thank you for inviting me into your home and playing my game. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for letting us play with you. This is Isaac Interviews, Travis and Chelsea, May 30th, 2021. Goodbye. Well, I didn't push the button. Boop. So that was Isaac Interviews, Travis Michaels and Chelsea Gaddy. They're a theatrical bunch, a little bit dramatic, if you know what I'm saying. They're into the arts. They're a great couple. She sings, he sings, they play guitar, he acts, she acts. Uh, it was a great time. I really appreciate it, guys, and I'll catch you next time.